Hello, listeners, and welcome back to another episode of D&D 5th Edition with the Yalzar Campaign. I am, of course, your Game Master, Kenny. I have, as always, my standard four people that are always on time, starting with our Ooh. Warlock. Uh, my name's Lauren. I'm playing Vin, the Halfling Warlock. Our Paladin. Bork, who is played by Michelle. And our Cleric. I am uh, Hayden. I'm playing Ogden, the Dwarven Cleric. And bringing up the rear, and also sometimes just on the ground, face down in a pool of his own blood, our monk. Yes, save the best for last. If not, just take my ass like that. And I'm Frodo. I'm playing Monk. Alright, as you all might remember, we le- last left off our adventurers. They had just been teleported with the magical uh, prowess of uh, Algrim, one of the famed four heroes of the Crystals from about 80 events that happened before the campaign about 80 years ago. He showed up at the request of the Dwarven King and Queen and opened a portal which led the party directly into the heart of the rainforest of northern Yalzar Majora. So, within one day's travel of being in the rainforest, they had set up camp for the night and were uh, gathering water for the morning when they saw something of interest. They chased down this interest, and it led them to a village of uh, tiger people of some kind. And they said that they would gladly assist the party if they would help them with their issue of a monster being running about. So, taking off from that point, the party has been welcomed into the Rakasha village and has been asked to meet with one of the village elders Will the party do anything in particular before they do that? Well, stare awkwardly at their tails. Yeah, probably the same thing. I feel like uh, we don't exactly have free reign in the city, so I'm probably going to follow our guide, assuming he's leading us straight I to the city. Might be village. Yeah, the yeah, city's being follow. generous. Uh, it is. It is pretty much just exactly what you saw in like the the Jungle Book Disney animated film from like that village. <laughs> it's like they have a fence kinda, and there's like maybe twelve huts, but hey. That's a village. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, yeah, you guys are, are, as I said before, I think you guys have already gone back to your camp and collected your apparel and whatnot, right? Yes. Correct. Sure. So you go into the village with all your stuff. Um, I think only Lauren's character, only only Vin, has her mastiff mount. Everyone else is mountless at this time, right? Well, we, uh, we walked our mounts in. No, we did get okay. the teleport into the so we okay. still have our... Yep. Cool. So yeah, we'd probably just leave them in uh, normally. Yep, that's that's totally fine. Uh, I just wanted to make sure before I started to like give and take creatures that were or weren't there. Okay, so you guys go into the village and are greeted by a, let's say, 20 or so of these tiger people. They're in varying degrees of age. Some children, some, some uh, much more gray in the face. And in a wooden throne near what was obviously the morning's campfire for cooking that everyone, that most of them seem to be crowded around is a very crone-looking version of this these tiger people. Very gray fur on most of the person's face, and they sit in a, uh, sort of, as I mentioned before, a wooden throne with all, all sorts of amulets and sort of primal magical uh, fetishes across it. Okay. Kind of... 
our Bork would probably, you know, kind of be a soldier at attention, but at the same time, kind of like bow his respects to the elder, but then waiting for whatever it was he was going to tell us. Okay. Fair enough. And uh, Ogden's going to do the same, give a very respectful bow, because she's obviously some sort of spiritual leader. Tenchi's not even paying attention. It's just like, what What did I just walk into? Ben, you got any input here? Um, nothing. I, I guess just say hello, nod the head, uh, give Tenchi the eyes, like, Behave. <laughs> oh, this is a, a, a side note for the listeners and for the players. I know I mentioned last week that I had used the wrong name for Gnome's um, crystal spirit partner, like the other half of the crystal that Gnome comes from, the Earth Crystal. Uh-huh. It is not Sylph. And if you go Oops. back and listen, and I'll, I'll edit the, the notes. I think I already have edited the notes uh, of the last week's session. Um, any mention of self should be replaced with Luna. Luna. The name of the spirit is okay. Luna. Spirit of the moon. By the way, uh, fun fact, uh, Yalzar has two moons. Oh, awesome. Oh. Is it supposed to? Yes. Probably. Okay. <laughs> no, one of them has a really silly looking expression on its face, has a face, <laughs> and it's getting really big over the course of three days. <laughs> I get the reference! Dawn of the Third Day. <laughs> Anywho. So yeah, no, the, Yalzar has two moons. They are primarily visible during the night, but one of them is much more visible in the evening, and the other one is much more visible in the morning. Huh, neat. So they kind of overlap their appearance during the night, but they are kind of somewhat... They are so far apart in the orbit of the planet that is Yalzar that I'm making up astrological sense for that uh, they don't... They don't always overlap in terms of time. So. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So the, that that spirit's name is Luna, and so you could probably fucking take a stab at uh, what it's all about. <laughs> Welcomed into the village, as I said, you were offered breakfast or via. There's this huge iron kettle, sort of reminiscent of like old comic books and how we imagined, like, savage people of, like, the Amazon to prepare their food in. These, like, big, like, culturally insensitive pots with, like, bubbles popping out of it. Not quite (laughs) that bad, but basically that size of a kettle. Uh, And there is, you know, wooden bowls being, like, scooped into it as a serving spoon for the own bowl and being passed around. It's clearly some sort of vegetable-based soup, although there does seem to be a little bit of meat. So you're all offered this this food uh, to sort of break bread, as it were, with these peoples, because the uh, the spiritual leader that you have all at least recognized, whether or not you have bowed to or not, has uh, is holding their bowl and sort of like seems to be waiting for you all to get your food before before they speak. When I get mine, I look at it and I'm like, "Where's the meat?" It's in there. If you look, said there was some. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said that there wasn't that much in there. Well, Don't yeah. be rude. Ogden okay. will graciously take a bowl and fill it. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to hunt vegetables, as I've heard. Yeah, yeah, they don't put up much resistance. No, guys are cat people. Then she takes his bowl, but he, he's a little wary of it. He sniffs it, and he kind of just like sloshes it around a little bit. Uh, it seems like it's. I mean, you guys have lived the high life in some of the towns and villages and cities you've been in recently, so like. Mm-hmm. 
you kind of want to turn your nose up at the quality of this soup, but at the same time, like, you know, it would be super fucking rude to do so. I mean, I don't think a meal like this would be alien to Tenchi in sure. the slightest. Of course not. Yeah, but... But, just, like, but like two days ago, you guys were eating biscuits dipped in truffle oil, like, you know... Yeah, we were eating the king's food. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, there, so, there, there, my point is that there is a clear uh, gap in quality from this and your last meal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's still delicious though. It just needs more meat. Alright, so a free meal. Yeah. It's a free meal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you, do you, do you, do, does anyone not eat or does anyone want to roll a deception to pretend to eat and not eat? Nope. Mork's gonna eat it. Should we uh roll for deliciousness? Uh I'll I'll do that. That's that's a check on me. <laughs> That's a, a DM check for the locusts. So does everyone <laughs> everyone imbibe the soup? Yes. Yes. We have to force feed home and Uh It is um, adequate. It's you want to call it thin, but it's not because it's watery. It's just like oh, this clearly used to be a really good soup stock, but because of all the vegetables that they put in, they didn't really calculate how that would water the soup down because there's like water in plants. I hear. <laughs> but it's 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 got a good flavor to it overall. Okay. Anywho, uh, so you guys all take a big, uh, you know, gulp of this. Like I said, it's 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 adequately delicious. And uh, after you and like almost in unison watching you all take the lead on this, the entirety of the village when you could like bring your bowl back down from your mouth, you can see all the rest of the tiger people, including the uh, spiritual leader has or has also done so and like most of them are like wiping like the the excess soup off of their uh furred faces as ogden might also be doing it depends on how his mustache is styled. uh yeah. he's, 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 beards don't really he's mess. using his beard to wipe the rest of his beard right well i mean hey i've done it anyway so after that moment everyone make a uh int saving throw please a what? Intelligence, Intelligence saving, saving throw. Oh, oh, that's wrong. Hey, not too bad. Nineteen. Better than me. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready for him, Kenny? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got a twenty. Nice. All right. Did, did anyone else get a twenty? No. No. I didn't hear anything from you yet, Frodo. Oh no, I got a. Uh, I got. I rolled a two, but okay. minus one, I got a one. Great. Uh, so even though Bork is obviously quite stern and strong of mind and is very uh, willing to resist effects that would deter him from his objectives, the hallucinogens in the soup still take hold of even Bork. However, while the hallucinogens are still affecting Vin, the only one to succeed on this check, she is only aware of the fact that she is hallucinating not able to control it, however. Oh, man. I'm going to have a bad trip. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. Uh, clearly, they're all, they all do this, so it's, it's not like you guys are going to just, like, writhe on the floor and, like, want to feel colors. Like, uh, oh, good lord. I hope they, they don't berserk when they uh, imbibe the soup. Right. Fall with the cop and punch the world. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so anyway, you guys start to feel super woozy and colors kind of get a little brighter. The taste of the soup in your mouth goes from like, eh, it's okay to like, 
liquid, Whoa. like liquid milk chocolate with like berries in it, like delicious. You know, you see everyone else around you kind of take another gulp of it, including the spiritual leader who sort of seems to like be sipping it while watching you all at the same time. Dude, does anyone take another sip of this too? Hey, uh, have resistance versus poison. Is this a poison? This is not a poisonous effect. God damn it. <laughs> I take another gulp. Alright. Anyone yeah, well, a- anyone abstaining? Would I have to resist the urge to drink again? No. Um this is entirely a choice up to you. Yeah, tension's weird now. He's like, I, I what I don't know what's going on. So so Bork is he's not aware that he's hallucinating, but he is Bork conscious? Uh, no, I was oh, the only reason I gave you that aside is because you were literally one off from the DC. Yeah. So okay. and just kind of giving your character a little bit of credit. Uh okay. but 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 no actual benefit. <laughs> well he's probably fucking hungry and he, he literally has no modifier to his intelligence. It was literally just that roll was really good. So he's yeah. gonna take another swig. Okay. Um Lauren, your character is so, aware that you're hallucinating and it's probably because of this soup. Do you take another swig? Nah, I'm gonna hold off on the uh, special soup. Sure. Uh, so the, the the righteous two of you go yeah. ahead and make another intelligence saving throw at advantage. The ones that are taking a, a swig. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> well, it's at advantage. Let's at advantage, I got a twenty. All right. I got a five. At advantage. All right, so Ogden, you are also familiar with the fact that you're being, that you're hallucinating probably because of this soup, but you are still hallucinating. And uh, Abork, you are going to never have felt more comfortable in your armor. I'm just going to slouch down in my chair. Are we at a table? No, no, you're just standing there. Okay, well, I just kind of, you know, my, my... Posture just, just kind of relaxes. My feet start spreading out. I'm just like, eee. Eee. so the spiritual leader sort of sees that two of you are sort of becoming aware of this situation, and one of you is just like too scared to go for another gulp. So they finish their bowl and then sort of rest on the ground next to their wooden throne. the The elder stands up to Lauren's perception, uh, or to Vin's perception. She the she stands up a little weary, like clearly the 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 winters have begin have began to get to their knees and their joints and whatnot. But to the rest of you, this 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 elder sort of stands up and is taller than you imagined, younger even. Uh, you can almost see the gray in, in 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 her hair like fade out back into vibrant black and orange stripes, but was still like frosted tips though. So she's still very easily distinguishable from the rest of uh, the so Akasha. you're saying the more I drink, the better she looks? The younger she looks. I'll let you choose whether or not you want oh. to admit to everyone that listens <laughs> to our podcast. I finished my soup. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the, effect, the, the effect is not deepened in any way. It just it is what it is. Uh, you see all of the Rakashas in this village sprout feathery white wings and they all begin to sort of hum and hymn this very pleasant song but obviously very spiritual song 
uh, and the, the sort of music of their singing reverberates through your body and your soul. And it almost makes you a little more comfortable if you were on edge. And then a moment later, the sort of hymn passes and the spiritual leader for the first time opens their mouth. In common, or at least what you are understanding as common, who fucking knows, she welcomes you into the village, thanks you for being open-minded enough to try their food, apologizes for any ill effects you might be feeling, but ideally we drink this soup in the, at the beginning of the day to make the stresses and strifes of this day lesser. So, what we have welcomed you into our village for is a matter of defense and security for our people. Several of our hunters have gone missing recently, and one of our remaining hunters would gladly take you to where we have just lost our last uh, patrol of hunters. You see, the reason why there was barely any meat in the soup this morning, one of the more powerful ingredients, I should add, is the fact that we are losing hunters, and therefore our ability to gather... Uh, raw meat has subsided. We're relying on trapping these days, which is not not unwell for us, but if we are to survive the wet months, we will require a store of food, vegetable and meat alike. And the wet months are almost upon us. Then we should help you, Mark <clears throat> says in a very drunken tone. Sure. Does feathers smell like orange? They probably don't, but yeah, go ahead. Say, no, say, say what you want. Uh, All right, is, is this hallucinogenic actually making us feel loopy, or is it just making us feel, uh, see stuff? Um, like I said, it, it is not altering your perception of the world in any drastic fashion. It is simply making all of your senses more susceptible to their stimuli. So, like I said... You know, things are looking more pleasant than they normally would. Uh, people seem more powerful or more gentle than they already do. Like, it sort of takes the, the like, world, the, like, life suck meter and turns it mm -hmm. down from nine to, like, six. Okay. So, so, right. so the world isn't so bad. Uh, Fair enough. Songs fill your heart with a little more energy than they normally would. You know, that sort of thing. It's a, it's a pleasant okay. sort of uh, inebriation. It's not, like, harmful, tragic, like, hallucinogenics. Okay. Then Bork would probably not intoxicatedly be like, we should help you be more affirmative. Then sure. you should, you know, stop your hunters from, you know, dying. Do you have any idea what's attacking them? Well, one like I said, the guy that we will assign you and take you to where we last lost our hunters will be able to give you more information than I would be able to. Are the um, you said he'd be able to, but are the hunters actually returning, or are they like just are their bodies returning? Have you been able to see what condition their bodies have been in? I think, or it, do they just straight up disappear? They they do not return, not wholly at least. Okay. Like pieces of them return? That would be what I mean, yes. Ooh. That's really gruesome. I feel bad for their families. How are the pieces returning? Like, do they look like they've been ripped and shredded, or are they just. I would rather not talk about this quite so thoroughly amongst the entire. Yeah, come on, village. it's breakfast time. Sorry, the colors have me a little confused. I seem almost intelligent right now. <laughs> so, one of the winged uh -huh. 
Tigerman step forward with a bow strapped to his back, puts a paw like vertically on his like sternum, as I guess like a, some sort of weird salute that you don't recognize, and introduces himself as Miyar. And that he Miyar. Not like meow, I recognize how that just happened, but like me as in introducing yourself. Mm-hmm. Yar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds like kind of like the yeah the sound a cat makes. Like, that was Yarr. totally unintentional, and I fucking hate that it happened. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. Please take your joy where you can get it, and just fucking yeah, right. God damn it. <laughs> I'll take I, my joy while these suckle meters still at six. Yeah, I had <laughs> one fucking job when naming a, a feline person, and I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so this guy does this little salute thing right. to his stern, and he says his name is Niar. Yeah. What else does he say, or is it just that? He introduces himself as the hunter that the leader has promised you all, and that he shows you a pathway out of the village that will, you know, he'll guide you down towards where the they last found some of the hunters. Okay. Alright, sounds um, good. Alright. Don't really think we've eaten... We've got some polluted. Everything's you know not as bad as it seems right okay, now. Man. So let's just press forward. I guess are we taking our horses or are we just going on foot? The path is too small for you to bring your mounts. Okay, then we are going on foot. Well, I asked them if they'd mind watching our mounts for us. Gladly, they will come. No harm will come to them either. Oh, wonderful! What about the dog? What about the dog? The dog could probably come. <laughs> Can the dog, dog come? Come? No. <laughs> no, no. It's too small for a dog. Yeah, right. It's not too no. small for it's not too small for the dog, but the hunter is very adamant about not bringing any any more feet than required. Okay. Fair enough. So then we are following him. Um, I ask him if he has, I guess, known any of the victims or you know, how many. Have there been, is there a rough count so far? Seven hunters have been slain. Seven hunters. And Two. none of them have returned, or at least returned intact. intact. One of them has returned, but his eyes were slashed shut, and he is currently healing. Mm-hmm. So he's alive. Mostly. Mostly. Just has his eyes kind of, like, scraped out. Well, or, his he has a, he sort of makes a gesture with his own claws, like across his face. Um, so th- this creature that we are fighting is is more primal; doesn't really use weapons per no, se. No, no, there's obvious. This is clearly a creature of the forest, and okay. he says almost whisperingly, as if it would help. If you ask me, I think it is the Black Death. Black Death. Black Death. What is the Black Death? There is many legendary creatures of the rainforest, as I'm sure foreigners like you all would probably never know. But the Black Death is one of these many legendary creatures that the villages all across from north to south of the forest all pay with great heed. There is even a tribe of lizard folk that live across the river from here that have an altar to the Black Death, and they bring it offerings every full moon. To satiate its bloodthirstiness. Do you know if this lizard folk are also suffering from losses? We have kept the amount of people leaving the village to a minimum and to a minimum distance from the village. 
we have not tried to engage with our neighboring villages in several weeks. But are you usually friendly with them, or do you are you a rivaling tribe? The Macau lizard folk are good people, yes, but they are brash and quick to war. We keep our trading with them professional and short. Okay. Can I roll a knowledge uh, nature check to see if I've heard of anything that could fit this description? Of, like, the Black Death? Sure. While she's doing that, I ask Miar, or I inform Miar that I'm a magical healer. If we have time before we leave the village, maybe it would uh, be beneficial for me to take a look at their wounded and see if I can help him uh, to speedy recovery. Normally, the people of the village frown upon outsiders performing such rituals to aid us. They are not against the assistance, mind you, but some of the older folk of the town look, of the tribe, look upon the magic of others as foreign and the work of devils. So, you're willing to let us fight your battles, but you're not willing to let us cure your people. I did not say that the problem stemmed with me. Uh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean you specifically. I understand. <laughs> I'm quite, right. quiet now. We're nearly upon the site. There might still be scavengers there. I got a 10. On your nature? Um, th- from your fuck, like, your sort of just quick thinking about it, this could be anything from a big panther to a black dragon. You have no idea. Okay. I think I have an idea what it is. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> Curse your knowledge of... Curse your metagaming! <laughs> I'm not telling you what it is. Not yeah. But I do have encyclopedic knowledge of the Monster Rangers from the previous editions. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're so, probably spot on if, if... I mean, it's not the most... Like obtuse of creatures, so you probably. So uh, I just gotta say, well, one thing. Well, actually, Nat, let's not give it away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might give it away. Who cares? Um, so we're coming up on this thing. What are we doing? So there is a clearing up ahead, and the Mayar sort of gives you all a gesture to lay low and hush a moment as he takes his bow off of his back. Um, yeah. He he gets very low to the ground, almost too low for you to believe that he could actually lose his bow from so much so lo, such a low position. And then huh. he sort of feels his paw around on the ground until he finds a stick. And then, as if he was gesturing to pull an arrow from a quiver, he pulls it over his shoulder, and as the the stick touches the bow, it grows into a stone tipped arrow. I like that. That's cool. And sort of lines this shot up through the brush ahead of you that none of you can really see through at this point. And sort of clearly displaying his prowess as a hunter. And just sort of takes a deep breath, and you can hear it almost. And then he he looses the arrow as it whizzes through the upcoming, uh, the upfront bush, and you can hear a hog-like squeal and then a sort of thud to the ground. Uh... And he then stands up and sort of gestures that you could all follow him again if you wanted. Tenchi just goes, wait, it's not time for lunch yet. Yeah, but that's meat that they could use back at their village. Mm -hmm. They're in desperate need of it. 
Um, he almost sort of like a doorway of brush ahead of you, like the very thin wall of brush between you and this clearing, um, maybe about 10 foot of, of trampled or just cut down uh, uh, rainforest. There is a the, the, the long dead remains of a campfire. Uh, no heat or, or smoke comes from it. Uh, a sundered bow, some cloth and leather rags on the uh, like sort of cuts on the ground and a felled boar uh, lies with an arrow in its heart with some flesh hanging out of its mouth and what clearly is the remains the very very desiccated remains of a rakasha well nice shot unfortunately I'm, I'm very sorry what appears to be in his mouth. So wait, the boar had the remains of the rakasha in its mouth? Well, like, it's it was clearly oh. eating on the corpse. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. So no, it wasn't the boar killed the rakasha. It was just scavenging. It was just eating it. Yeah. Okay. Being a scavenger. Um, so we're going in the right direction. It seems like it. Man, I knew I should have prepped to speak to Dad. We could have said, hey, what did this to you? Is the body nearby just so that we can kind of yeah, it? it's 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 in this clearing. Okay. So, uh, the hunter sort of removes the arrow, sort of throws the arrow to the ground, and it turns back into a stick. Uh, and he sort of begins to prepare the boar to be taken back to the village while you all okay. talk and analyze the situation. Well, do uh, could I do a religion check? Or actually, I I turn to Miar and ask if it, it would be all right if I performed a last rite for his fallen comrade. No, the the forest is already doing it. All right. Well, still, I bow my head and hope I address my holy symbol and say a silent prayer for him. Okay. Uh, does anyone else want to investigate this body or this? this? Yeah, I, I'd like to kind of uh, look upon it and see. I mean, obviously, the boar has been at it, but I'd like to see what kind of marks are on it specifically if the eyes are also gouged out sure, as go well ahead. or give the me, scratched give, out. Give me an investigation roll. Huh? Give me an investigation skill check. Okay. I just uh, rolled for investigation, if that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. I got a uh, 15. Okay. I got a 10. All right. Okay. A medicine check? A medicine check? Sure. Eighteen. And uh, Frodo, you want to make a check as well? I will, but I'm not looking at the body, and I'm not going to pass that. That's well. What kind of check is it? Huh? What kind of check is it? It was an investigation check, but I was going to look at the surrounding area. Obviously, if if the Rakasha was killed here, there'd be marks of like it being the kill zone. But if he sure. got away and wandered here, it might not have happened here. Well, if you're trying to track it, that would probably be a survival check instead of an investigation. Oh. Well, either way, that's not enough. Well, what is it? Uh, survival wisdom is total of seven. Okay. It's something for me to work with so I can like give you a certain amount of, of information. Like, obviously, I'll tell you less information than I'll tell uh, the other two party members that rolled higher, but if you tell me oh, what wait, you roll... Oh, wait, I forgot to have proficiency. Make it an even ten. Okay, then I can give you some information. Okay. Um, so I'll do the... Uh, medicine check first, then the investigation checks, and I'll get Tenchi's survival last. 
So your me- your medicine check discerns that the Rakasha died very quickly, very suddenly, and may had even be take- been taken by surprise. All right. As you can discern that because his claws are not extended, and his his bow is is sundered uh, after some fashion, but it's not like you could like you can tell he wasn't holding it when it happened. I share this information with uh, most importantly the other hunter, but also the rest of the party. Miar Ma- Miar sort of says sort of nods to himself and just says. The Black Death. The Black Death strikes without warning or without sound. Going to the investigation checks. The both of you are going to realize that... The both of you are going to realize that this Rakasha did also, as you can... As them already have been told by Ogden, he died very suddenly. Um, he, was, oh, he was obviously laying on the ground, and he is sort of cut open across his torso by what is obviously like a claw mark of, of four claws and whatever attacked him attacked him with two claws at the same time okay uh his eyes are clawed shut and then the other like claw is like down across his chest and it is like his torso is open and Unfortunately, like, down near his legs is mostly gone because the forest has gotten to it, so it's hard to tell about the rest of that. But mm. you can tell that the bow that the hunter had was very similar to the bow that Miar had. And uh, going to stuff that only Vin has discerned, uh, you can tell that he has no other items of interest on him or in the area other than the bow and a pocket knife, like like a skinning knife. And was not alone. You can see drag marks near the near part of the ring near this Rakasha. Drag marks? Like what kind of drag marks? Uh, Hard to tell with what you discerned. And it's clearly some time has happened. It maybe has Mm -hmm. even rained once. But you can tell something was dragged away from this place. Okay. Um, I'm going to point that out to my teammates and okay. Miar. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, oh, Miar. Oh, I had a ranger to, to be able to discern all this stuff. That's okay. I actually have tracking and nature and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what about uh, Tenshi's? What was it? Ten. The uh, survival. Yeah, ten on my uh, survival check or something like that. Oh, yeah. You also, you don't really see all the other information, but you do see the drag marks. And what is most interesting is that other than the hoof prints of the boar all over the site, um, and the, the, the two, or the, the Rakasha's footprints that were there, like right where the body is found, you see no other tracks. So there's only two sets of Rakasha footprints in there, the victims and the one that we can't do with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also noticed the drag marks. Right. And no other... No, no other new information. <clears throat> so it might be a climb? Nah, possibly yes, but I'm more interested in the fact that there's drag marks with no other footprints. Okay. 
Would a nature check be appropriate for this to try, try and discern what it is, or is this like to discern an what? aberration? To discern what? Say what? To discern what? Uh, what the what kind of creature doesn't leave footprints when dragging something? Uh, that would be a survival check. A survival check. Okay. If you want, you can roll it for me. I got an eleven. Uh, let's see, ten sheet. You should be a total of uh, sixteen. Uh, no, I got 11 for me. You have a plus 8 to yours? You have, so yeah, 16. Okay. Uh, I rolled eight for both mice. What? Don't you? No, it's my proficiency plus my wisdom. Yeah, which is... Oh, five. oh so you got 13. Wow, we both got 13s. <laughs> so, you guys investigate the drag marks a bit more? Mm-hmm. Uh, and discern that what was dragged on the ground was definitely the lower half of a humanoid. And Lower half? The lower half of a humanoid. Is our is is the dead Rakasha missing his lower half or just his legs? Well, no, no, no. He is missing like like. But my point is that you are you. If you if you drag a person, you're not dragging the entire body on the ground. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I get it now. Can we discern the direction of the drag marks? Is it dragging towards where the body has been dropped off? No, 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 no. They're, 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 the hint that you're getting with these drag marks is that there was clearly a second person in this campsite. Okay, and it has been dragged off into the forest. And so, and, yeah. I think following those drag marks are our best option. Yeah, one question first, and this is going to be towards me. Our uh, Tenchi kind of stands up from investigating the drag marks, points in that direction, and asks me, oh, what's, what is out that way? He sort of looks that way. Uh, it would be somewhat in the right direction to get to the Macau village of the lizard folk. Tension just raises an eyebrow. Towards the lizard folk who have <coughs> Um, have the lizard folk been doing these sacrificings for um the dark death or whatever it's called for very long? Uh longer than I have been alive. Okay, so this isn't a new thing for them to be um worshipping this being. Uh I would say reverence. But yes. Okay. It seems like that's the direction it came from. Maybe we should check on them. Yeah. Because if, per se, uh, worst case scenario, what if the uh, lizard folk themselves have been wiped out, haven't been uh, uh, given the sacrifice, and now this thing's on a hunger rampage? Or... It's on the rampage because of what That too. So, either way, that's the only clue we have. That's the direction that we might want to go. And if they're survivors, they might be willing to help us track it down. Or they might have more information since they've been <clears throat> more active in. So, I know you said you're not exactly friends, but are you? Uh, are your two tribes at least on good terms? Miar? They, they uh, trade. Yes, uh, as I mentioned before. We okay. do not play in their wars that they like to wage with other tribes, but it has been many years since a Macau and a and a person of my village have come to blows. Okay. Right. Well, let's just check up on them real quick. Can you uh, lead us to their village? I will take you close, but crossing the river will be dangerous without more assistance. Hmm. Hey, hey, water walk. 
for that. <laughs> but yes, I can ta- I can take you to where you would be able to see the village from across the river. All right, let's right. let's do that. Yeah. So he sort of he offers to track to follow the drag marks if you would like to do that. Yeah. Just in the off chance they don't go directly to the village. Yeah, yeah let's follow the drag marks. Okay. So I see yeah, he, we're following the, the drag marks, but we're we're kind of trying to keep um in our minds where the, the lizard village is. You know, right. if we're still heading towards it. Um, or if it's veering off. Can we do some survival checks to see if, if the... Um, would it be possible to determine how fresh the drag marks are? Uh, yeah, you could certainly discern that with a survival check. All right. Because when we start to get real close, I'm going to want to cast a spell. Can I do a... I'm not going to be able to figure that out with a uh, grand total well, of can, six. Can I assist there. him in his survival check? Are you proficient in survival? Me? No. Then no. Then what? Then no. Okay. Tenshi got a 11. Then yeah, no no dice. Uh, yeah. You could you could look and see how long the dead guy has been there and that would tell you how maybe old the tracks are. Well, that's implying the tracks and the corpse are at the same moment in time. Well, you guys are clearly I mean, trying to discern this stuff, so Miyar chimes in and tells you that the, this this hunt these there were two hunters that were missing in this spot, and they mm-hmm. went missing three days ago. Three days. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Okie dokie. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead and follow the tracks. Yep. All right. And by that, I mean the drag mark. Right. You all follow these drag marks for a couple of hours before you can hear the torrential ru- uh, running water sounds before you see the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the drag marks start to turn and go parallel with the river, as you can soon see the river. Hmm. The river itself is probably about 100 feet wide. And... You have no idea how deep it is, but it is wild. I'm talking like more white water than not white water. Okay. Very active, I guess is my point. Makes sense. And All right. Do we think so, we're going to be wanting to cross this water at any point, or should we just go ahead and continue following We can see the village, correct? No. Not yet. No, we cannot see the village from across the water right now. Right. You, All right. Miar just... points out that you would need to go further uh, along the river in the opposite direction of where the drag marks are leading to get to the Lizardville village. Hmm. I think our best bet's going to be following the drag marks. That certainly seems like you'll lead us... To our goal, but I'm actually kind of concerned about the uh, lizard yeah. folk. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to go and visit the lizard folk as well. Exactly, they might be able to tell us what we're up against. Or, then again, they could be very displeased with the fact that we might be going after them. Also, they could be dead. That too. I kind of want to know what's uh, going on in the village, so 
So question on uh, how water rock works. Sure. We can just walk across the surface. Does that mean it becomes like essentially solid to us and we won't get whisked away by the uh, water rapids? Well, that's something I'd like to check. Okay. Okay, so Water Walk does not talk about if if the if if the liquid you would be walking across <clears throat> is um in motion or anything, mm-hmm. it just says you walk across it if it was solid ground. But mm-hmm. this water is not smooth surfaced, so you would not be able to walk across a not smooth surface as if it was solid ground. Um, so I will go ahead and say that as long as you guys move at like half pace and treat it as hazardous terrain, uh, except for Tenchi, Tenchi can walk across it with no problem. Uh, how uh, is that exactly? What do you mean? How is that exactly? Which what 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 one of my god gift abilities does that come from? Is that I would say that that is something bequeathed upon you between the two of them. Okay. Between your ability to walk, to essentially glide through water as if it was ground and at any level, like, if you were plunged 100 feet deep into water, at any point that you have control of your, over your mobility, you could stop at, like, of like, like the fifth floor and just start walking as if you were on water. I mean, on, uh... Oh, so you were on, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you. You actually just answered the question we have from later. Yeah, no, you, you can treat water, any 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 point of water, as if it was ground. Okay, cool. Neat. <clears throat> um, so, so, that begs so, yeah. the question. Can he just walk through the river and carry us across? Uh, he could carry one of you across at a time. At a time, yeah. And that's... Also, I think I could just cast Control Water and, like, Moses part this river. Uh, also, yes, I yeah. like that a little bit better. We haven't had a chance to use that yet. Yeah, yeah. you, yeah, you, absolutely, the Red sea. you absolutely can do that. <laughs> bravo, Lord, bravo. Is that what I you feel like? like yeah. Nothing guarantees you won't get fucked with by just being like, I part this river and then walking across. Oh, so yeah. one, one of the things that always cracked me up about that biblical story was like, you know, Moses parts the Red Sea, but like, what if a shark falls in? <laughs> like, yeah. does that mean that one that one that one Jew gets sharked? Like, because I mean that's better than trying to take the the Hebrew people across a, a an ocean or the re- or a sea, but it's still you know tragic and almost funny in its own regard. But that that is said, so yeah, okay, you guys can cross the river. How would you like to do that? Which of these memes that you have would you like to execute? I like the Red Sea idea. I do too. Okay. I'm looking up Moses. Ben, if you please. 
It, you can raise or lower water for uh, 20 feet, I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Now, how many times per I day can you do that? Uh, she can do it once what? a day. She can do it once a day for up to 10 Once minutes. a day. So, now's a good time to figure out if she lowers it in an area and more water comes rushing oh, in. Oh, no, no, straight up, straight up one of the modes, as it were, for control water is called part water. Well, there we go, then. You pause water in an area to move to move apart and create a trench. The trench ex- extends across the spell's area, and the separated water forms a wall to either side. The trench remains until the spell ends, or you choose a different effect. The water then slowly fills the trench over the course of the next round until the normal water level is restored. So yeah. Can I show how far does the spell extend? Uh, 300 feet. 30. Oh, plenty enough to get across the river. Yeah, that was my return. Okay, but I can't get us back. Well, That's fine. you, you can. You can. That's fine. I'll turn to a fish. <laughs> you can if you take less than 10 minutes both ways. Yeah. Because the spell lasts up to ten minutes. Yeah. Alright, let's do it. Alright, so should we cross here? Or should we cross where we can see the village? We should cross where we can see the village. Yeah, good call. So let's uh, backtrack a little bit to get to the village. Because if the village is just a burning, smoldering mess, then we pretty much have our answer of they're dead. There might be survivors, though. Okay. Do you guys remember the Black parting smoke that Vim saw in the sky. Yes. Hmm. Now that you mention it, I do. Do we have any relation of direction between where the lizard village is and where we are now and where that smoke is? Sir DM still there? Oh yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. any of you so, have any idea. Can you remind me of my vision? Um, you went up as an eagle, and then you right. saw a black plume of smoke in one area, and it was pointed out to you that that is where the creature was, if I remember correctly. Yep, that is correct. Okay. Would I be able to locate that area now, or...? Uh, give me a survival check. Okay. Nope. You have completely lost track of what direction that is after spending a day and a half in the, the rainforest. Okay. Um, well, let's walk towards the village. Alright. It's maybe a ten minute walk or so before... Maybe a ten minute walk or so in the opposite direction before you guys can look across the raging river and see the sort of stone wall that faces the river that forms the uh, outskirts of the Lizard Folk village. Hmm. Uh, Stonewall. Yeah, wood walls like, are not particularly great at keeping out river. <clears throat> oh, okay. Hmm. And uh, the, the um, faces... Like the, upon each other like uh, pestle or, or mortar together. Yeah, they look like that. Okay. 
So I'm going to do a um, perception check. Sure. I got a seven. What you, do I see? You see the wall? <laughs> About you, the village. Yeah. You see that there are lit torches on top of the stone wall with uh, symbols painted on the stones. And uh, you can see that there is clearly a couple of lizard folk standing along the wall, and one of them has clearly spotted your group already. Um, does it look... Go ahead. Like, friendly, or does it look... Um, angry? Um, so, at the moment that you are aware that, you're, that you've been spotted... Uh, Miyar is already aware that you've been spotted. And so when one of the lizard folk raises up a, a banner of some kind with a symbol on it that you don't recognize, it looks like a red turtle shell and also a sun. So, like, if you were to take the symbols of a sun and a turtle shell and sort of mesh them together, it would look like that. Okay. Uh, and so it sort they sort of wave this banner towards your group. And Miyar stands out in front of the group of you and holds up the boar that, that he hunted. And they they take that banner down and raise um, a banner on bleached cloth that is just a simple leaf. Just a simple green leaf. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, so this isn't the smoking, you know... Hole in the ground. You do not see ground. black smoke. Do you guys still want to investigate, or do you want to... Well, I'm going to ask um, Miar what the exchange was. What Their their first flag was a flag of warning, and so to make peace with them, I have, I have offered them this boar. So, therefore, we need to go. Well... If you've offered this boar, then... What does that give us entrance into their village? It would give us the opportunity to speak with them at the very least. All right, well, it doesn't hurt. be rude. It doesn't hurt. We do need information. I apologize to, to Miar for having to force his hand into offering up the meat that he had previously intended for his clan to this one. He doesn't seem particularly perturbed by it, or at least he doesn't show that he is. Okay, well then. But, uh, right. If Bork wasn't previously helping him with the Bork, he would be helping him now. Right. As a, <laughs> so, all right, are we still across the river? As far him, as I know, yeah. Across the, yeah. Yes. So, if we're, looks like we're going, um, yeah. I'm going to cast, uh, well, are there any bridges nearby? No. No. Okay. How did they previously trade then? Ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Dina. <laughs> they slingshot it across. <laughs> okay, well, uh, it looks like we're going, so okay. I'm going to cast the control water okay. um, to uh, part the river. All right. So you sort of... I make... feel bad I'm messing up this ecosystem, man. <laughs> I'm more worried about the fact that they're going to find it weird and try to kill it. Yeah. So you, you part the water of the river. Um, 
and a moment after you do so, before the group of you starts to walk down into the river, about ten feet down the river's uh, current from you, a lizard folk has climbed out of the water and is approaching uh, Miyar and sort of look like starts to like look like he's going to take the boar from him, and then he looks at the group of you and looks at what you're doing, and sort of takes his arms back. Uh, and then just sort of gestures for you all to go. Well, okay then. Go to his village? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, clearly he's like... He's going to take the I guess, swim across with it, but now that he sees that you, you're you're a freaking Moses, yeah. he's just like, oh, well, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, so you is discern... Is he coming with us, or is he crossing yeah. the river on his own accord? No, he'll follow you. Okay. Okay. Uh, he, he is he is mostly unarmed, except you see that he has a turtle shell and a club on his back. Okay. And uh, he follows behind the group of you. So you guys have noticed that this river is about 30 feet deep at its deepest. Uh, as you sort of walk across the bed of it. And uh, you you go up to the other side of the river... Um, where you are greeted with kind of a steep climb up to a stone wall that is meant to keep water out. Then, mm-hmm. uh, when everyone clears the river, do you this? Do you stop the spell, or do you try to hold on the spell for its full duration? Um, <clears throat> we may not be long. Yeah, I'll keep it up. I mean, sure. it doesn't really hurt. No. Um, you almost can discern that the water is still moving, but almost like you have parted the water and then made, like, dimensional doors, and the water just, like, goes through one wall and goes out the other. Oh, cool. So there's just, like, this weird not-water space. Okay. So I'm, I'm guessing the, the lizard folk are now trying to, to get at this board that Miar has offered them. Yeah, yeah. The when, river. when you guys um, when you guys cross the river and walk into the lizard folk village, Miar like hands over the boar to the lizard folk that approached you all mm-hmm. and then that lizard folk sort of walks away. You are greeted by a line of ten lizard folk warriors equipped with either turtle shell shields and clubs or spears. And amongst them is a, uh, a, a lizard folk warrior with no we- visible weapons other than the ones he was born with, but is clad <laughs> in stone plates of armor. <laughs> and he sort of walks up to you sort of like a like a kahuna, just, you know, real broad stance, real broad shoulders, uh, looking almost as big as he could, you know? <laughs> and sort of waves his hand in front of you and goes, so what brings one of the fantastic people across the river and their moray of, ge- of guests? Uh, we seek uh, information about the a creature known as the Black Death. As you say the Black Death, most of the lizard folk warriors sort of mumble something in their own tongue. Um that none of you understand. Uh, and the lizard folk warrior that's sort of standing before you, clearly the leader of these warriors, sort of like claps his hands, like not as like 
like that, but like in front to make noise. Almost as if to say the word silence to the warriors without actually saying it. Okay. He goes, what is it that you seek of the Black Death? Scourge of the river. They've been terrorizing the cat folk. And we're trying to find out more about it and see if we can't stop it. We have reason to believe that it is the Black Death. Yes. There have been strange and non-hard-to-understand attacks on the opposite side of the river as of late. Could only be the Black Death. Such a creature only hunts in silence. Well then, what can you tell us about it? None but the uh, king himself has even seen it, and he cannot see anymore now that he has. So he is now blinded. Yes, cuts and claws across his scaled face. Yep. Seems like it's, sorry, but, uh, this seems like it's mode of hunting. He will blind if it cannot kill. Does it have any weaknesses? It is a creature of the forest. It is eternal as these trees. Have you suffered any casualties from it as of recently? We give the oldest child every year. As a sacrifice? Not to mention boars such as the one you've given us once a month. Or he'd so probably say once a, once a month. I know what you're thinking, Borg, but this is their tribe. It's uh, it's what keeps the beast from attacking them. Uh, have you any idea where the creature nests, or is it just within the forest at all times? It is the forest, part of it. <clears throat> On a completely different topic, that is amazing armor you have there. What's it made out of? Stone from the bed of the river. Can I do a uh, stone cutting check on it without having to touch it, or do I have to touch it in order to uh, do the scrying thing? You don't need, yeah, you would need to touch it to do the scrying thing, but you can make a stone cutting check. Alright. Yeah, well, that's good because I didn't roll so hot. So, times four proficiency. So it multiplies my proficiency both, so that's an automatic 12, and I also have four histories, plus... I got a 24, and okay. I rolled an 8. Right. Um, <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. You can undeniably tell that his simplistic description is absolutely factual. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the difference between a stone that has been worn down to be smooth from nature, and a stone that's been worn down to be smooth by hand. And the, okay. the stone plates that adorn him are almost entirely smoothed from exposure to, to running water. If not for the etchings that, that you know, are on, on many of the plates, so sort of like these symbols that you've seen before, like the, uh, the turtle shell sun symbol is all over many of the plates. Other than that, these stones would be perfectly smooth to the touch, you think. All right. Where do these people sacrifice their children? Well, just down the river from our village. Okay. 
Would you mind if we took a look over there, or is it sacred ground? Very much so. Not even our closest allied tribes, the sorry, I just hit the mic, uh, such as Miyar's people, are even welcome. Yeah. But you all have for no reason other than your curiosity, so it seems, have brought us a gift of this boar. And I, none, like none other here, would be disgraceful. We welcome you the opportunity to hunt this creature of the forest, and it would not displease us should you fail. Okay, then. What, if we get, what do we get if we win? Nothing from us. <laughs> no. Not even the, the gratitude of your children that you're sacrificing? Okay, both of you are going to get us in trouble. <laughs> I was just asking what we get if we win. She's the one that wants to go on a bunch of cons. <clears throat> I'm hoping none of this is in character. Oh, it all is. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> uh, he doesn't seem insulted at all. He seems right. almost aloft of your sort of obvious simple opinions. Yeah. Well, I think if we <laughs> if we know it goes for the eyes, can this village afford any sort of eye protection, like perhaps goggles or anything? We would. What? What is a goggle? That answers that question. Simple little spare. Well, and this is this is DM at this point. Like, what would a what would a warrior race of people that are obviously ad- adept enough to cross that raging river on their own? What would they need goggles for? That is a good point. Also, middle of the rainforest, use primitive weapons and armor made out of rocks to forge the river. Yeah, yeah that is very true. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Well, I've got more questions about that armor, but it seems like my uh, my party wants to. Uh, you know, based on this black death. And she just kind of pokes Og and goes, maybe go look at the shrine first. Oh yeah, let's take a look at that shrine. If, if, um, they already said no. They already said no? I, that's what I had asked if oh. I could go or if it yeah. was a spiritual place. And they're like, yeah, no, no outsiders. But they did say where it was. I don't think we're going to be welcome in the town for long enough. It's not in the town. Hmm. Why would they put a shrine to the thing that eats their children? Probably yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. It's down the river. Okay. Wait, in the same direction that the drag marks were going, perchance? Yeah. Well, not allowed. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that. at what point are you guys going to stop putting your feet in your mouth and leave this area? Right now. Yep, yeah, we're, we're going to turn heel and walk out of here to go back to the tracks. Okay. Thank you for your information. And uh, yes. we are glad to see that you are well. As you all leave, they sort of give you this gesture that uh, that uh, Mirar Mer- Mer- uh, sort of... Mirar. Thank yeah. you. Mirar sort of mimics back. It's clearly mm-hmm. like a, a, a very pleasant gesture. Like, it's not a fuck you, get out of here. It's more like a be well sort of thing. Okay. Child. How many more minutes left on my spell? About three. Plenty of plenty so of time to, to cross back. the river. We, we can make yeah, it. Let's go. If, if, we, the shrine, if we wanted to sneak in, is on this side of the river. 
We're not going to try and sneak in the shrine right now. Not until we know for sure it's where we have to go. All right. Boy, I hope we're talking quietly as we leave. Right. I think the sound of the raging water would cover some of that. All right, so, so we're rushing across. Yeah. When you guys get back to the other side, uh, Miyar sort of speaks to you very sternly. If any of you decide to go to their shrine, I will leave you at the first sign of that movement, and I will tell the village to raise arms and raise guards, because if the lizards catch you there, they will bring war. They <laughs> All right, forks. No, stop it. Uh, we would this never want that to happen. Your sense of honor and uh, justice doesn't mean that they're evil. Uh, if we kill this thing, they'll stop. Yep, stop so let, let, let's kill this thing. And hey, problem yeah. solved all around. So we're gonna Thank you, Ben. All right, let's go back and find those tracks. Uh, who wants to make a survival check to, to do that? Uh, don't we just have to follow the river back? Uh huh. And then you're gonna try and find tracks. That's true. I got it. Oh, that'll carry. Uh, that is not my character. That's my character sheet. Uh, survival. So total seventeen. That'll do it. Yeah, buddy. All right. So you find the tracks again and follow them. Uh, it is a little bit past midday at this point, so let's say mid-afternoon, by the time you see that these... Did you guys hear that? You got yeah. the wind? I don't know, it's really strong, like, warbling noise. I think that's, they're moving some furniture upstairs. Okay, Sorry. that's that's cool. I was just, like, trying to see where it was coming from. Uh, anyway, I'll just cut it out. Alrighty. Um... Yeah, we'll fix it in post. <laughs> oh, God. It's canon. It's canon. So, uh, it's about mid, mid-afternoon mid by the time you guys see that in the distance, um, there has clearly been some foliage that is, uh, and that has been, like, broken and trampled down in the area, and a evident footpath that is much wider than any one humanoid would require. And, and the drag marks stop and you see the like a splat of blood and like the very very thin remains of a humanoid so it was eaten or at least at least left there yeah there, there's very little left well if it was just left there, then it would be around in the same condition, if not a little bit more mangled up than the one that's dead, if there's almost nothing left of yes. it. Now, when you say there's almost nothing left, do you mean that it's been chewed on? Yeah, or like, it's like, just there's, like with... there's a couple of bones with meat left on them, but that is about it. Like, there's not even fur for you to be like, oh, this is the Rakasha corpse we're looking for. You're like, this is probably the Rakasha corpse, maybe. Well, okay. one good way to tell would be its uh, facial structure, its claws, and its fangs. Can I do a medicine check? There is no skull. No skull? Hmm. We're dealing with a predator. Yeah, yep. indeed. <laughs> and still no footprints to be found, right? Uh, other than the drag marks. Uh, if you'd like to make a separate survival check, you may absolutely do so. 
Ooh, that's a little bit better. That'll carry. That's a 16 total. 23. Nice. The 23 will actually get you something. Not much, but something. You find uh, feline footprints the size of your hands. But the indent that they make in the moist dirt of the rainforest floor is so light you have no idea how much the size is actually appropriate. So Tenchi just kind of stands up and wears crouched looking at this because nobody else notices this. So when I point it out, I'm going to say, well, it leaves a footprint. It's not invisible. Even invisible things will leave footprints. Yeah. What that is, that's... It's corporeal. It has... Yeah. Not, yeah. I'm not going to say it's corporeal. It's, it's a physical thing. It's not yeah. like clear and deep. But it should be a it's whole It's real. footprint should be deeper. Like, Bork picks up his own footprint and looks at the... Like probably the, the, sizable. Yeah, the it's huge in like, um, Yeah. Yeah. This thing do, has, go, do those footprints go further down the path? Yes. Okay. And since you have seen them, and you can track them now. Okay. Okay. Woo. One word. Fuck. <laughs> you know what it is now? No, I have known what it is, and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny loves killing him. No, dude, these are... These are... Well... Interesting, to say the least. Yeah. I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. Alright, so, so... Let's do it. You track do it, do it. You, you, you track past this point for only a few minutes before you see a large cave hole that just goes down into the ground. Yeah, you don't have to raise your hand. Just start talking. <laughs> I'm gonna... Sorry. I'm gonna cast uh, armor of... Agathis. Agathis. Okay, as a first level How long does that last for? Ten minutes? I think it's like an hour. Mm. Uh, yeah, in last session we decided that it could cast it at a higher spell slot it'll last longer. Last longer, but it also, more importantly, gives more temporary hit points and does more cold damage. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but that was, that, was, that was the home um, rule. If you cast it at a higher level, it's going to last longer. It should last longer. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So I guess we're going down into the deep, scary hole. Frozen? Nope. No, that was no, that's pretty, it's pretty apt. Um, quick question. Who has the shard? I believe you do. Mm. Unless I'm healing, I have no need for it. So. No, it was tension. No. Well, that, yes. No, that's right. You picked it up. Yes. No, we gave it back to them in the morning because we went to go... We were gonna go to the village. Oh, the that's right. We gave it to him while he was uh, standing watch, okay. and then uh, returned it to Finn. Yeah, yeah so Finn. Uh, it's, it's probably just default. Uh, if somebody doesn't have it, it's most likely right. you. Okay. Um. I so I have it right now. Then yes. I just cast yep. armor of Agathis. Okay. So the armor of Agathis spell normally sort of gives you like this ghostly, frostly like, suit of a breastplate that sort of hovers above mm -hmm. you. But while you yep. are holding the shard and you cast it, it gives you a full frosty spectral armor. Ooh, cool. 
you may choose at the time of casting the spell if you would like it to be more uh, protection or for its reaction damage to be more powerful. Um, I will go for reaction damage. Okay. So the armor is thinner, but it has spikes. Cool. <laughs> and when okay. you when you were attacked, instead of it dealing five damage, it will deal fifteen damage. Whoa! But okay, it, but now... it's but it is still only five temporary hit points. Right. Um. I don't know if this is cheating or not, but I'm going to ask uh, if one of my teammates wants to try out this battle with the shard. Um. Anybody who hasn't tried it, who hasn't fought a battle with it, just you and me, I think. Yeah. yeah. And neither yeah. of you have that silly hammer in your possession, so I'm not worried about you taking the you know, this jar. Go ahead, Tenshi. All right, Tenshi will try it out for change. The okay. moment the shard leaves your okay. person, your armor of Agathis reverts to its normal form. Ooh. <laughs> Figure that would happen. Oh. Don't try and right. fucking flip one on me. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth a try. No, no I, the, yeah. you can't blame a girl for trying. No, I, I don't. But I just I have to have my own fun. No, I mean it's more. He's than thought about this. We don't, we don't understand what the experiment. So yeah, exactly. And I, I'm really glad that you guys are experimenting. It's a lot of fun. All right. All right. And so she's got the crystal, and he feels all that energy. Yes. There is so, no there is no limit to your key points while you hold it. Great, I'm which is kind of awesome. Um, but that does beg the question: if that shard goes back into Vin's possession, will the spike return? Give it back. I just hold it out. At this time, Miar's like, "Oh my god, you fucking!" Vin, <laughs> uh, are you gonna take All that? Right, sure, I'll take it back. Okay. Yeah. Have you used any key points while you were holding the shard? No. Okay. Then yes, the moment you receive the, the shard back, your armor reverts to the per- the previously established spiky nature. So it goes like okay. Um all right. I'll give it I'll give it back to Tenshi for the <laughs> hot potato, hot potato. So science, my friends. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Alright, let's let's do it to it. Miyar sets a trap at the the entrance. Um, you see him take several sticks and stick them into the ground, and he casts Cordon of Arrows. Mm-hmm. And he says that he will watch the entrance and regrettably admits his fear into going into the den of what could be the Black Death. Seeing what it's done to your comrades, don't quit blame you. Do you have a whistle or anything that you could communicate to us if you see something coming? Do you remember the song that my people sang you this morning? Yes. Oh, yeah, during that amazing soup. I will do that. Okay. Well, best of luck to you. And to you. All right. Let us go. All right. All right, who's going first? Bork's going first because he's got dark vision. And who's going last? Right on his tail because he's got armor. Okay. Tenji motions to Vin to follow through next. 
third. One of you two should probably be holding some sort of light because you don't have dark vision. Then I don't believe you have dark vision. Right? I do not. All right, okay, somebody. You know, so to go as home. we're walking, you know, Kenji pulls out the torch from his backpack, strikes the light. Okay. Light. All right. Um, Although really, we kind of lean around and surprise the The thing can probably see us just as well as the people with dark vision can see it. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, as we're walking in, I kind of want to hold on to this, but at the same time, I really don't want to be surprised. I'm going to go ahead and uh, cast Detect Evil and Good on myself and concentrate on it for the next 10 minutes. Okay. So that as soon as I detect an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, other than Vin, uh, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of me, I'll melt. Also, yeah, you know, don't forget. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, my rats are me. Exactly. But this way, two of us won't be talked by it, at the very least. Do you want to go first then, since? Yes. Okay, then yeah. Alright, raise my shield and let's go. Okay. The tunnel is relatively short lived before it splits into a T intersection, left and right. Which one smells more foul? The left Actually. one. Actually. Better way to tell. Uh, can you see any footprints? I don't know. Can I? Uh, yeah, you, you've been follow, You've been tracking these already. So, the these right. these very faint feline footprints go either direction. Cool. <laughs> Let me guess. The left feet go to the left, and the right feet go to the right. Just because. Fuck you, players. Yeah. No, no, no. It's not that bad. Not but they do go both directions. Them. They both they both go they they go both directions, and in both orientations, one, you know, one way going in and out, and in and out the other direction. This is obviously its home. Yep. I'm worried about the possibility of this not being something legendary, just a colony of things that nobody understands. In more than one. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's just pick one. Tenji's just standing at the tee going, somebody else decided I picked the number last time. All right, let's go down the right path. Because that's the right way to go. Actually, when you're entering a maze, you should always follow all left. No, keep your left hand on the wall. Exactly. It doesn't matter what direction you're going, you just keep your left hand on the wall. <laughs> Alright, well, it sounds like the party wants to go to the right, and I've got no tracks or anything to set up if anything comes up behind us. And you can just walk backwards. Yeah, you guys aren't, like, crouching or anything. Like, this... this... This cave is, is rather tall. Hey, uh, Vin, don't you know Alarm? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn. All right. We keep running into this. That's a spell we need to get. Okay. Yeah. All right. Off to the right. Hoping that's the best option. Actually, are there any tracks other than the uh, feline tracks? Like any, say, recent blood stains or anything like that? No. No? No. Okay. Alright, let's go to the right and hope for the best. Right. Or maybe the worst. So, you guys travel maybe another 20 or 30 feet before the uh, tunnel ends and opens into a larger chamber. Your detect evil does detect a evil presence. Does it give you a degree of like half the um, well, I know it's within 30 feet, so I very quietly motion it. 
put my lips to, uh, put my finger to my lips. And I actually point. give the torch to Vim at this point because mm-hmm. I'm gonna want both hands free. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, but to answer your previous question, no, it doesn't tell me how evil they are. Just the fact that it's evil. This is there is an evil presence. Can we see anything in this chamber? No, but you can see several beams of sunlight. Sort of. Oh, so it's like a little bit lighter in here. Yeah, the, the, this this open chamber ahead of you has some light to it. Light. All right, so I'm gonna put out the uh, the torch so we can maybe be sneaky. I think the time for sneaking has passed. If if we're within thirty feet of it, the thing knows we're here. Um, uh, gonna run a search check. Or also, uh, I'm gonna look up. Yeah, I'm running a perception check. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, are you guys in the room? Like, I have, I, I'm assuming you guys stopped when your detection went off, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm interpreting you as at least being ten feet from the entrance to this larger area. Okay. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, but yes, I'll, I'll go to the edge of the entrance to the larger area. Shield raised, ready to go on the defensive. And kind of just look around, see if I can pinpoint where the uh, the um, <clears throat> uh, evilness is emanating from. Sure. Give me a perception. Oh boy. Roll the 14, and my perception is not a class skill. Damn it. Uh, perception, wisdom. Okay, so 17 total. You see a shadow that shifts. Eerily on the other side of the room, but you cannot make out its shape perfectly. Oh, you know what that means? Guiding light. Okay, you're gonna. Sorry, guiding bolt. You're gonna. You're gonna attack this thing. Yes, I'm gonna attack this thing. All right, then I'm gonna call for a five-minute break because that's gonna take us to initiative. All right. So I'm in break. Be right Go back. Your Welcome Hormone. back. Welcome back from the break. Um. DM's snack of choice tonight is gluten-free pretzels. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you cast Guiding Bolt. Go ahead and roll, roll to hit. Where did my dice go? There it is. And I believe I'm at a plus five right now. On my, uh, spell. Sorry, it's actually on the way to get some cheese. Plus six. That's a uh, solid 20 to hit. Uh, the shadow that you were looking at like sort of dissipates and all of you hear a very loud feline roar as it sort of disappears. I got it. <laughs> and she's like, no. Uh, I didn't you? got it. <laughs> I'm dumb and I know you didn't got it. <laughs> oh boy. Who's in the back of the line? What's that? Who's in the back of the line? That would be Tenchi. Okay. Tenchi, make a perception roll. Uh, two plus wisdom, four roll. Okay. Um, you don't, never mind, you don't hear her see shit. There's a reason I'm in the back, though. Yeah. Um, 
Well, yeah, you want to keep the high score for people going to zero. Uh, so yeah, there's there's nothing else in the room ahead of you as far as you can discern. As far as we can see, and we're not entirely sure if Ogden actually hit the thing. Oh, it roared at me. It roared at you, and it's Did, uh, gone. Since Dying Bolt is radiant, did it light up the room at all? No. Dang. Um, Ben, you might want to relight that torch. I mean, there's sunlight around, though, right? Yeah, but there's also darkness around, too. Is it low light, or is it actual normal light? I will call it dim light, so yes, low light. Alright, I'll relight the torch. Okay. <laughs> Alright, I assume a full defensive stance. Okay. Are we in the room, or are we still in the hallway? As far as I understand it, you guys are still in the hallway. Yeah, I'm like barely almost in the room, and I'm just kind of like blocking it right now. We have two options. Fight it in the hallway, where it can keep us in mind, or fight it in the room, where we have the mobility to surround uh, You're also assuming that it doesn't have much more mobility than us. Also. <laughs> Ooh! Never mind, we're good! I just realized where we were. We're good! <laughs> we're in a cave. What's a cave made out of? Oh, look at that. Yeah! Yeah! You gonna walk on the ceiling? Not yet. We'll get there. <laughs> Just do the, the ultimate rock macho man Randy Savage. Jump off the ceiling. And I'll straight well, if I can hit it with Divine Smite, it sinks into the ground. <laughs> Pile driver copy. Okay, Vin, you're second from the back of the line, right? I can't wait to see yes. this. What's your perception? Check. Um, perception, a 10. Okay. Or, like this thing. Tenchi. Yeah. Well, kind of like, kind of like shifting your weight to one foot to the other, sort of anticipating that a fight's about to happen. You sort of like, your arms are moving back and forth. And on one of your backs from your fourths, your elbow nudges something gelatinous. Gelatinous? Okay, I kind of jump back away from it and go, Ah! What's that? So a Tenchi bumps into Vin. <laughs> it takes damage for okay. Steve's armor. Um, and in front of you, give me a perception check, um, Tenchi. I'm sure there's a fucking 14. Uh, that would bring me up to a grand total of... 16. You can see that there is some sort of gelatinous ooze-like being occupying the entirety of the cave behind you. Or in front of you. Oh, I just start shouting, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Out of the hallway, out of the hallway! Now that I'm standing steady. Don't want them getting the squishy people in the back. Yeah, I am the squishy person. Whatever it is, is making oozy, gooey stuff in the back, and I don't like it. Is it coming towards us? Yes. I don't want to find out. Well, obviously it kind of is, because it wasn't there. It wasn't there five seconds ago. That's true. Fork wants to fight. Fork wants to go into the room. Tenchi wants to get out of the hallway. Are y'all just going to pull rush me over or something? Because I'm not moving. You're I not moving? I'm Okay, I'll step to the side so people can pass. Because apparently somebody's scared. 
So, do all three of you oh. run into the room? Yeah, yes. I guess we're going into the room. I'm keeping my back so. against the wall, though. Uh, Ogden, as they I get out and then I sidestep so that my back is against the wall. Okay. I immediately start to spider climb up the wall. Okay. As as the three of you run into the room, Ogden, you can see that the hallway that you all came from is now a gelatinous being of some sort that is coming towards you. No! What did I say? I'm running up the wall. It's funny that you do that, Tenchi. Because when you, while wandering up the wall, you run into something that's furry and I'm not very happy to see you. <laughs> Amongst the darkness. Oh. Oh. Uh, what's up? Amongst the darkness, a pair of yellow piercing eyes open that you have just bumped into. Huh. That's going to be the last thing you see, bud. And as the torch walk comes into the room, all can very clearly see a creature that looks quite much like that. Yep, displacer beast. Except it is much bigger than the traditional ones. It has a third tendril on its back. And it looks... And calling it agitated is a bit of a stretch. (laughs) I think we just found a... uh... Pack beast, a uh, pack leader, displaced the beast. They're scarier. <laughs> just Tenchi just goes, punch it, punch it in the face. We're gonna go. We're gonna go on initiative. Yes, we are. Hey, somewhere I have an edge. Yay! Not bad. Do I add my proficiency bonus or not? Uh, just your dexterity. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah. Get 20! If only you could get up to it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to work on it, okay? Bring it to my blade! <laughs> Can we, I'll grab this thing on the axe. I wanna, I would actually like to charge it, which requires me to have 10 feet. Four so I can get more damage. Well, it's hanging out on the wall, so... The question is, is it on like, the edge, or is it climbing, or is it doing like, what I do? It's probably just holding it. Rock, Trevor. No, uh, Trevor, Trevor, it's just harmless shape. Alright, Tenchi. Alright, hey, hey, initiatives. Tenchi. Tenchi, what's your initiative? Okay, uh, 17. Ben. 15. Ogden. 18. Bork. Twenty. Also okay. a nat twenty. Yeah, right. It doesn't. <laughs> so, I didn't think so. I just at the it. at the top of the initiative, this thing is going to, uh, well, it's going to make some attacks. It. Uh, So, Tenji, you're looking right at this thing. Like, straight on. Yeah. And then it almost as if appears as if your vision's getting blurry because you can see three images of it coalescing and disconnecting, coalescing and disconnecting from itself. And I think we lost Lauren. I think so, too. Do we want to pause here for a sec while she comes back? She's far down on the initiative, so we'll just go. Okay. And if it hits her turn, then we'll wait. Alright. Um, it is going to attack you. 
with one of its claws. Does a 21 hit you? Uh, it does, and I think I'm gonna parry that? <laughs> That's a go out there. Yeah, so roll with these sticks. Uh, uh, seven damage, mark, uh, seven damage uh, mitigated. You reduce it to zero damage. Woo! There goes my superior. He died. But the three. Just a bit though. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. That's fine. All you missed oh, was uh was Tenchi parrying its claw attack to his face. It is going to lash its three tentacles off of its back, attacking each of the three party members that haven't been attacked yet. Oh, so it really doesn't matter where you are. Yeah, it's got a reach of 15 feet. Oh, so I'm not that far up the wall. No, you were like five feet up the wall before you bumped into this thing. Oh, so it's like right above the opening that we're coming through, right? Yeah. Ah, that makes sense. You're welcome. <laughs> I found it. Um, that's a, uh, sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to re-roll this again. First one is for Ogden. That's going to miss you, Ogden. I assume a, a 16 misses. Yeah, 16 misses is nice, yeah. Does an 18 hit, uh, you, Bork? Yes. And I assume an 18 hits you, then. Um, yes. Uh, what what did you say it was? Eighteen. An eighteen? Yep. Uh, yeah, that hits me. How much temporary hit points do you have from your armor of Agathis? Uh, what was that? How much temporary HP do you have from your armor of Agathis? Five. Good. It's good. You're going to lose all that temporary hit points and take one point of damage. Okay. It's going to take five points of damage from your frostiness. And, uh, and Bork, you're going to take the sort of the, the tentacle of this, of this creature ends in like a pad of hooks. Mm-hmm. And it's going to slash at you and deal uh, six damage to you. And that's going to end its turn. It is now Bork's initiative. And it's five feet up from the wall? Yeah. So I can hit it from the ground. Yeah, but you'd have to move to hit it. How far away is it? It's not that it's like it's no it's not much more above you, but you need to move five feet to get within reach of it. Okay. It's not quite ten. I no, shush. I know what I'm doing. Um, I really wanted to charge it though. Can I go back five feet and then charge ten feet? To, and then try to hit it. You may do that, but as you start to move within its reach, it's going to use its reaction for the turn and make an attack at you. 
for moving through its threatened squares. All right. Uh, does a 20 hit you? Yes. You're going to take uh, 12 points of damage. And then you can continue with your charge. All right. I'm also um, casting Branding Smite. I guarantee I do not hit. Okay. Do oh, but I can, I can hit again! I can hit again, because I get an extra attack. Yep. So my first swing misses, and then I go for another one, because I got an extra attack for leveling up. Yay, level five. Yay, level five. Ding. That's a little bit better. <laughs> Does a 16 hit <laughs> Oh, sorry. Roll that at a disadvantage. So roll it again and take the lowest. Uh, yeah. That's a good 18. Uh, still 16. Yeah, the 16. The 16 is good enough to hit it. <laughs> I'm going to be divine smite this bitch. That's going to give us all uh, frost damage on our weapons. Yep, and it's going to sink it into the ground? Uh, or into the wall in I this case. Nope. No, I don't think so. My sinking into the ground, is that when it crits, or that's just whatever, right? From Gnome? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah, it's your Divine Smite once per long rest roots a yeah, target so in the ground it's, sitting, it's standing on. Should I, should I sink it into the well, ground? Well, it's on the wall. <laughs> so she'll oh. sink it into the wall. Sink it into the wall. Mm. It's only five feet up. We can still hit it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna sink this bitch into the wall. I don't know, you might have to That's fine, I got magic. Alright, so let's see now. Okay. Got two D eights. I'm gonna do another can I have another D eight? Sure, you can have I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get rid of my zone of truth because it's a level two spell. What does this branding smite do? Branding smite adds on two d sixes to my damage. So you to my next attack. So you're Wait, about which to is this attack. So you're about to throw two d six for branding smite and three d eight for and a d twelve for my warhammer. I thought you had a battle axe. Or battle axe. Okay. Great axe. Great axe. There we go. I'm, I'm the one with the hammers. I'm gonna fuck this shit up. I hope you do. <laughs> Otherwise, they might fuck up. Though. Great rolls, unfortunately. Oh, all that extra free damage isn't all that great. All right, so that's six. That's twelve. Sixteen. Twenty-one. Yeah. And then twenty-four. Plus your strength. Plus three. So twenty-seven. Twenty-seven damage. Plus now everybody has cold. Uh, Plus one d four. One d six cold. I think it's one d four. One d four. Yep. And it sunk half its body weight into the ground. Well, into I guess the wall now. Yeah. No, up up you to its it. all, all of its four. Well, it has six limbs. <clears throat> plus four, three tentacles. Yeah, 
four of those limbs are sucking sunk into the ground. Okay. All the way up to its torso. Okay. Hmm. Does that uh mitigate its blurring effect at all? Well, oh, it yeah, does? it does because it's been hit. Okay, nice. So yeah, those those coalescing and separating images no longer happen. Um, All right, Ogden, your initiative. Well, uh, I was thinking about doing something else, but you know what? Since you guys seem to be so handily uh, beating the shit out of it, I'm gonna go ahead and cast Crusader's Mantle as my uh, war power for the day. Holy power radiates from you in an area of thirty feet radius. Awakening boldness and friendly creatures until the spell ends. The aura moves with you, centered on you. Uh, while in the aura, while in the aura, each non-hostile creature in the area, including you, deals an extra one d four radiant damage when it hits with a weapon attack. So we got your cold damage, and we got my radiant damage. So I get radiant damage too. Or? Yeah. Well, on your next turn, on okay. your next hit, yeah. So well, basically, you're like, be frosty, everyone. I'm like, be light. <laughs> So I get an extra, what, D4? Yeah. yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah, right. anyone who hits it with... Uh, it just says attack. Any weapon attack. Yeah, when it hits with a weapon attack. Yeah, Which okay. Big spells yeah. Vin packs quite the punch anyway. So, yeah. Is that your turn? Whose turn? I'm asking Ogden if that's his, that's his turn. Um, yeah, that's my standard. Uh, is there any way I could maneuver myself to be more in the way in between this creature and the squishier members of the uh, team, like specifically Ben? Um, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, I want to put myself in between this thing and Ben, and also the ooze that is coming down the hallway as well. Uh, yeah, you're able to do that, because Ven's in okay. the room and not, and so you can stand sort of, like, in the doorway of the... Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Alright, let's do that. Okay. Woo. Um, okay. next on the initiative is Tenchi. You do that thing that monks do, with this thing half sunk into the ground, <laughs> go bananas, and go to take my two attacks, because I get an extra attack by two. Yeah. You also have the shard. And you do have the shard. So, we'll so key points. Lots of key points. Lots of key points. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll hit both of those. Oh, that'll fucking carry. Uh, 21 <laughs> and 22 with that. And then flurry of flows on top of that. So that's Whoa. another two attacks. 16. And another 20. Yep, all four hit. All four hit. And, uh, so I'm going to get some D6s. Frost and your Radiant. Well, he only gets Frost and Radiant for one of those. Huh? Say what? That's only 2D4, though. It's not 2D4 it's not right, 2D4 no, no. for each. I get 1D4 each. for Radiant, 1D4 for Frost, and yeah. it's just for one attack. Right. Right, so I'm going to roll those with the first point of damage. Ooh, nice. Six... 12 points of damage on the first attack. But don't don't you get to add your strength to each one? Oh, yeah, so hold on. 12. Uh, no, it's three. Each one plus. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
So uh, 15 for the first. 15 for the first attack. Uh, 8 for the second attack. 5 for the third attack. 5 for the fourth attack. And because I hit with both flurry and blows, if it succeeds, I'm actually going to burn another key point uh, for stunning strike. When you hit another creature with a melee weapon attack, you can spend one key point to attempt a stunning strike. Must succeed on a constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of my next turn. Which is, what, uh, what's the DC for that? We didn't quite catch that, what'd you say? What's the DC for that? Well. 12 on constitution? Alright, let's see it. It also makes it. It makes it? Alright. Okay. No, 13, sorry. I misspoke. It got a 15. Okay, All right. so fine. Still, it took a shit ton of damage. From oh, the yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your four attacks. Nice. So it's already down, like, 60. 60. Yeah. Because so that's how months do damage. Yeah. I stopped through a D4s. All right, is that your initiative, Chenchi? Uh... I'm actually going to move further up the wall so we can kind of start getting into a flank formation. Okay. And it's already Making something on a vertical surface? I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I got into the room and started running up the walls and ran into it. I was like, oh, hi there. I found it. <laughs> there you are. All right. Use it. I was going to power bomb it back to the ground for you guys. Then. Well, you already sunk into the ground. Then your initiative. I wanted to sink on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, Ben. <laughs> All right, I'm going to Eldritch Blast it, and um, we're level five, right? Yep. Yes. Okay, so I get two. Yep. D10. All right. <laughs> you hit it. Oh, right, yes, if I hit it. Oh, no. A wonderful noise. <laughs> so, an eight? Not. Nope, roll the second one. Oh, is it two blasts um, or is it just the damage gets uh, increased? I thought it was two blasts. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm pretty sure it's just you roll an extra D10. The spell creates more than one beam when you reach higher levels, two beams at fifth level. Oh, there you go then. So yeah, that's However you want to interpret that. Yeah, no, so that I, means it's two attacks. Yeah, that's... that's so I have to roll again? Roll again. Yeah. Cool. Kind of nice. All right, sixteen. That's a hit. Oh, seventeen. Sorry, seventeen. That hits. Still hits. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, four, seven damage. Okay. All right. Anything else that you want to do on your initiative? Um, I gave you all of my cold. Where am I standing? Um, behind Ogden, and he is be- he is standing at the doorway, below this thing's location, sunk into the wall. Okay, so am I right next to the gelatinous thing? No, no, I put myself in between the gelatinous thing and you. Okay, all right, yeah. then I'm. Pretty happy there, okay. I guess. Alright, uh, this thing is going to take a lair action. Of course. And uh, 
the gelatinous cube that is inhabiting that hallway is going to move twice its normal move speed and close off the doorway. So right in front of Ogden is just a gelatinous cube blocking your exit. So, I've already, uh, actually this last turn I just released my concentration on uh, detection, so it probably wouldn't even register even if it was an aberration. So, never mind. Yep. Um, okay. It is the Displacer Beast's turn. Bring it on. It is going to, uh, it is going to make this, the, well, what's your spell save DC, uh, Bork? 13. All right, it's going to break out of your, your binding strike that, that sort of binds it to the ground. Okay. And then it is going to make a singular, uh, claw strike at you. And, well, no, it's not going to make a claw strike at you because it used its, uh, action for that. But it will attack you with all three of its tentacles. Funny, you put it in the wall, but I beat the shit out of it, and you're the one taking the brunt of the damage. Well, because it now has oh. its it now has its displacing imagery again. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna be a problem. Uh, um, yeah. I assume that a twenty six, a twenty seven, and a twenty two are gonna hit you, right? Yeah. My armor class is 16. So. Okay, good enough. Alright, that's 19 damage. <coughs> oh, God. You're probably starting to feel it now, Mr. Crabbe. I'm starting to feel it a little bit. And that's it is. Yeah. And then it is going to meld into the shadows. And uh, reappear elsewhere in the room. And by that I mean it literally blinks out of existence and blinks back into existence. Uh, on the ground, in the middle of the room. How far is it from us? Um, not very. I mean, this isn't exactly a huge chamber, but... So if I were to jump off the wall and try and punch this thing, I'd probably be able to make it there. I mean, yes. We'll, we'll roll it out later. Don't worry. I was just asking. I mean, like, yeah, if you want to do an elbow drop, you could do that. <laughs> can you do flurry blows while he's elbow dropping this thing? Uh, I'm not Are against it. Yes. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Um, <laughs> Actually, I think that'd be both elbows and both knees. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the equivalent there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Bork, you're up. I'm gonna vow to kill it. My vow of anonymity. Okay. Do I do I get an advantage or does it just it, negate? It negates um, the disadvantage that would normally be put on it. Yeah, so you can hit it if you roll high enough now. I didn't hear a word. Uh, he says it negates it. Yeah. Okay, so. so it's now not an advantage, but it is also I not hit. a disadvantage. You only roll to die. Well, that was a um. Bonus action. A bonus action. I'm also going to cast Hunter's Mark as another bonus action. You don't oh, have another bonus action. action. Oh, well, fine. All right, well. I thought you already had Hunter's Mark. No, nope. I did the, um, the searing branding spike. Oh, that's right. Because I wanted to kill it. Um. So, yeah, I just do the vow to kill it. Okay. 
And you're gonna and you're gonna run up a, to attack it. Yeah, I'm gonna. Is it within ten feet? No. Well, yeah. Is, it, it, well, is it? Yeah. She so wants to charge it. I'm gonna charge. Okay, yeah. It's it's further than ten feet, so you can charge it and bow amenity in while you're charging it. Okay, so that I got a seven well, for my first. You're not hitting it yet because it's gonna bop you when it when you run into its threat range. They have them tentacles for a reason. Uh, I assume that a 26 still hits you. Yep. Uh, you should see the ire on her face. It's and, and that's another 9 damage. Makes me very, very sad. Um, but yeah, so go. you can go ahead and keep your 17 and hit it. Hold on. Oh, fucking what? Oh, y'all motherfuckers are gonna get roasted here in a second. Oh no! Don't say that. Don't say that. And then I also got a nineteen for my second hit. All right, you definitely hit it twice. So does does the nineteen actually crit? No, no. There's no crit range. It's quite Yeah. Well, there is a crit range, but you have to specialize into it, and it's only a fighter thing. Well, I still get. My radiant damage, my hunter's mark damage, and you do not get your hunter's mark damage because this thing is not damage. hunter's marked. What's up? I said you do not get your hunter's mark damage because this thing is not marked. Oh, sorry. Very, very sorry. It's branded. I still get radiant in my weapon. Yeah, you still get a bunch of extra dice. Wow. Oh, no, I, I get to reroll. I think it's a two. Oh, that's right. Great expert business, whatever the hell it is. Great weapon. Oh my player. god. <laughs> Alright, so my first um, hit is just a four seven. It's a seven damage. Do you add uh, did you add your two yeah. D fours? What? Did you add your two D fours? One For radiant, what? one cold. I don't I don't get cold. Okay, but you did add your radiant? Yes. Yeah. I rolled a three. I rolled a two and then I rolled a three. Swag. All right, so for my my second my second hit though, gonna be fucking better, guys. Um, I get a ten damage. Question. Right. Yeah. Wouldn't the uh, it, my Crusader's mantle says that it adds an extra D four when the target hits it with a weapon attack. I understand so, your concern for that, but every other effect that does something similar only counts for the first attack. So it, okay, seems, it seems really weird to me that a third level spell would be more powerful than higher level effects that specifically dictate first attack only. Okay, alright. <laughs> makes sense. I just it, wanted to make sure. It just, effects like that would make something like the, like the monk, who, granted, has smaller weapon dice, but has so many more attacks than every other class. It's just, in my opinion, it's just way too strong. I feel like it'd be an awesome combo. <laughs> it, 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 it is mean, an awesome combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, I think that's too much. All right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that was also you hitting all four of your attacks and using yeah. what would normally be two key points to do it. Yep. So it's not like it was free, but it was free. Alright, so yeah, you hit with your second attack and did 10 damage, was it? Yep, so total of, what was it, 17 damage? I got it, I got it. 
Okay. Do you do anything else? Well, I guess you don't have any more actions left. So I oh, wait. Hold on. What? I charged it. So I get a, a plus something. What do I get? I got a, a plus. I, I don't know. Plus, plus five to damage because I charged it. Okay. Because I charged it. What's the total then? I got See, is it. it. Plus I can five add for each hit or plus five it's, for the first hit. You're only charging it with the first one. Alright, so seventeen plus five, so twenty-two. I got it. <laughs> Alright. Next on the initiative is uh Ogden. Ogden's going to delay his action until after Vin gets out of the way. He's going to say, Move less, I need to heal the paladin. <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna hold. Uh, well, I'm not going to run away and leave this oozing thing to just gobble Vin up. Right. I've got three HP left. I'm good. Uh, Tenchi. Wait, do you really only have three? I have three left. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been yeah. taking all the damage. Yeah, yeah this thing has... Into it. This Damn, thing girl. did give her what I like to call these days the beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, Tenchi, you're up. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna run around. No, I think we're gonna do exactly what we talked about, and we're just gonna leap off the wall and try and elbow slam this thing. Alright. <laughs> One punch! And actually, it's gonna be another four, four punches. punches. Right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he just bounds off the wall and he's just nothing but fine. 21, <laughs> another 21, <laughs> another 20. Oh, there it is, and a 9. Alright, that's three hits then. <laughs> yeah! I'll take it. Okay. Oh, yeah, don't forget your radiant and cold as well. Got it. Got it all? Okay. So it's 3d6, 3d6 plus 2d4. Yeah, radiant lasts hold on, hold on. for like what a minute. So it's 3d6 plus 2d4 plus your strength times 3, or your dex times 3? Yeah, I'm going to do it out of pieces. So 9, 10 points of damage on the first attack, plus 3, so 13 on the first attack, 7 on the second attack, Ooh, and 4 on the third attack, and flurry of blows. You already flurry of bloated it. With the third and fourth attacks, didn't you? No, no, they get the fact that one of them hit. Oh, right. Uh. Uh. Yeah, it's gonna. If it fails, it's. Uh, it didn't fail okay. the save. Uh, it can't take reaction until till the end of your my next turn. It didn't fail the save. There is no save for this. It literally says it can't make reactions until the end of your next turn. Alright. Huh. And I'm going to burn a key point, another one, out of my legal pool to attempt another stunning strike, which means Constitution saving throw. B to 13. It did. 18. <laughs> okay. It's got an impressively high Constitution score. Mm. Doesn't matter. I got unlimited key points. I can literally do this all day. Can you, though? You won't be doing with an exercise. I could exercise all day. Okay. I'm just running laps around it. Um. All right. So now I landed on this thing, beat the hell out of it. Then. 
Huh? Then it's yeah. I'm gonna cast Witch Bolt, but I'm gonna cast it at level three. Okay. Which gives me three D twelve damage. Right, right. If you hit. If I can hit. Keep in mind you're out of this wait, no. No. Okay. Well, um twelve. That's a miss. Mmm. Okay. Uh, well, then I will move away from the gelatinous cube. All right. Thank you. And then I'm going to take my delayed turn to uh, run up and smack the heat and paladin with some healing. Okay. I'm going to blow my uh, last third level slot to cast Cure Wounds as a third level spell. All right. And roll really shittily. Let's see, five, seven, plus my spell casting. Um, hold on. Plus my ability modifier. Okay. You get a whole 10 HP back. I rolled really crappy on those 3d8s. So, just to be extra clear, yeah. since I, I failed that third level spell slot, that it goes away. Yep. 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 You spent it. Everything's a gamble when you roll the dice. <laughs> Alright. Is that your initiative? Uh, yeah. I've Run, I move, and I maintain concentration on my, uh, whatever that one spell was. Okay. Yeah, Crusader's Mantle. Alright. Um, Alright, this is going to take a lair action, and it is going to make a tentacle attack on every creature within range, which is all four of you. Alright. All right, so for Vin, that's a nine. Doesn't hit. Uh, for Bork, that's a eight. Doesn't hit. Or, or are you damage or no attack? To, to yeah, hit. Doesn't to hit. hit. Uh, for Tenchi, that's a eighteen. Yeah, that's gonna count. And for Ogden, that's gonna be a twenty-four. A twenty-four? That'll hit me. That's impressive. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, considering what I've been doing to yeah, it, right. it kind of deserves this a little bit. You shush. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Tenchi, that's 12 damage. <clears throat> and Ogden, that's 8 damage. 8? Eight? 8. Alright, great. Alright. It is going to take its turn now. And it's going to it it regains its sort of illusionary uh, effect again. Um, it is going to make a um, it is going to take a full attack and not move. It is going to make a pair of claw attacks at Bork. That's a seventeen and a fourteen, so that's one hit, I believe. Yep. That is going to be seven damage. Yeah, that ten points of health back really came maybe. Yeah. And it's going to make all three of its cynical attacks at tension. Oh, great. Oh, got one. All right, that's a, a 14, a 20, and a natural 20. Call against Bork? No, no, all three of these are on tension. So one of them doesn't hit. Okay, so it's a hit and a crit. Okay. 
That's 22 damage. Yep, I'm down. Jesus. It's like it's like you're made out of really sharp glass. <laughs> yeah. Yes, apparently. It's sharp or not stronger. It just becomes more shattered. <laughs> aren't we all on the inside? Yeah, right. Aren't, aren't we all? Uh, okay, we're going to go to Bork then. <laughs> I believe it's your turn. Yeah, how, how far away is uh, Tenchi? I'm probably uh, he is downed from you, and I assume ten feet because it's like on, he's like on the side of this creature where you're is in front of it. He's gonna heal me, but I guess I'll heal you. Um, no. Do what you're going Keep through. in mind, he can't make reactions. Did Aura use his reaction this turn? No, he can't. Until the end of my next turn, which isn't going to happen. He's been doing more damage than I have. So when the cycle resets, yes, he'll get that back. Well, mm-hmm. on your initiative, which you do have an initiative. Yes. So on your initiative, it can start taking reactions again. Right. Yes. Okay. So whatever action you might be afraid of, you can't hit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to... I guess run up to you. Smack you on the chest. To smack you on the chest. Um, remind me again what this pure wrap that, that only applies to you. That only applies to Yeah, it makes you regain oh. more hit points when you use your hit dice to rest on short rests. Oh, only a hit dice. So it doesn't affect magical healing. Yep. Correct. That's all three effects are. Oh, I mean, otherwise, wow. That would be really Yeah, good. that'd be pretty awesome. Is it possible for me to both heal him and then heal me for this round? No. Or no? If you if no. you perform a lay on hands, it is on one target per action. Alright, well, I will heal you for 10 HP. Alright, you are conscious. Well, no, you're you're stabilized, but not conscious. Yeah, I just have 10 HP now. Yeah. You are no longer dead and dying. Yay! Seems to be a running trend. Please get up and fight. As soon as I pass my constitution check. Yeah. As soon as he Did wakes Bork up. just, like, smack him awake? No, she's already, he's already used his action to well, heal him. Well, like, next, next turn. Is that an option to just smack a, a non-conscious person awake? You can you can wake someone as an action, yes. It's like tapping on the board. Alright. Alright, so it is Ogden's initiative. Wait, what's up? It's your initiative, Ogden. Okay, here we go. This is me being incredibly stupid. <laughs> we like stupid. If it wasn't for stupid, we wouldn't be here. As a bonus action, I'm casting Sanctuary on Orc. So that any time the uh, creature tries to attack you, it must uh, succeed a will save or lose the attack or pick a different target. Does that drop your concentration on creature? It is not a concentration. Wow. Yeah, Sanctuary is good. <laughs> Sanctuary is one of those spells that never ceases to fucking amaze me with how much shit it can do. Do you want me to reread the entire thing just so no, you're aware? No, I mean, if or... it doesn't say if it doesn't say conjure, if it doesn't say concentration, it's not a great straight check. Yeah, it's a bonus action to cast. It's duration one minute, not a concentration. Range thirty feet. It is fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, kind of. All right, so, <laughs> all right. So then I'm going to... Uh, is the thing displaced right now? Yes. All right. So I'm going to... Ooh, what is my... Uh, can I get the uh, cleric thing? 
I need to check to see if Talent Divinity is a bonus action or not. Uh, uh, it probably is, so I'm probably not going to be able to do this. But, <laughs> oh, where is it? Talent Divinity, Talent Divinity. Talent Divinity, as an action. Oh, wait, that's for turn on death. You gain the ability to run. Yeah, when you use your channel domain, you choose which effect to create. So far, so the double warriors. Yeah, it's right here. Um, guided strike, starting second level, channel domain, strike with supernatural accuracy. No, I could just. When you make an attack roll, I could just do it. Alright. Okay. <clears throat> One, I'm going to burn my inspiration point to make it so that I don't have disadvantage on this upcoming attack. Alright. I'm going to burn my channel divinity to give me a plus 10 to hit. Okay. And I'm going to try and hit this thing. Okay. I'm so fairly I'm certain. I'm going to have to move up into range to do so. Yeah, I'm fairly certain you can't miss at this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I got it. That's going to be a grand total of a plus, uh, 28. Yeah. No, no, it gives you advantage. Hmm? You burn your inspiration, it gives you advantage. The thing is displaced. I'm burning my inspiration no, to. It overwrites it. It does? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So roll again. See if you Let's can get that Let's see if I can get a Yeah, right? No. <laughs> there was it, was it, almost, it was almost. It was almost. Anyway. But yeah, so I'm going to hit it. I'm okay. going to attempt to do damage. Bludgeoning plus my strength. Uh -huh. Five plus my strength of two. So seven damage total. Hey, that's pretty good. For a single attack and to get its attention on me and not Orc or Tenchi? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Alright. I'll just erase that I no longer have inspiration. <laughs> Tenchi, it is your initiative. Uh, constitution to get back up, right? Yep. Or wait back up? Come on. Wait for you. You got this. Can't wait wake up. up. Can't wake up. Battle? Probably take care of that. That's a 17 in total. Yep, you wake up. So you just see, like, the normal martial art thing where he just flips his legs up and kips back up standing, right? Right. And just gonna fucking lay in this guy. Oh, I mean, you don't have an action. That was your action. You woke up. I thought that was a move action to stand up. Standing no, up is no, a move no, action, waking but up waking okay, up is an action. I won't do that thing that I do. Next turn. I'll do the other thing that I do, which is... Wake up. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping this thing's gonna focus on me and just try and uh, attack me since I'm right in front of it. Just right. Um, me. <laughs> okay, Vin, it's your initiative. I'm gonna try and hit it. All right. You've got this. Uh, I'm going to go with Eldritch Blast because I have no more spells. Right. Because <laughs> I only get two. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you got um, uh, hold hold on, I need to check something. What? I need, I need to check, check something really quick. Oh, 
So, since I hit it, since I used my inspiration to uh, hit it and right. get rid of its blur, does that mean everyone else uh, it, it's visible to everyone else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it loses its illusionary effect, well, it's not an illusionary effect, but, but whenever it loses its um, displacement, it loses it to everybody. Okay, great. So, for my inspiration, gives everyone else a good chance to hit. So, that was a good use of that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to see if casting a spell in range can be uh, reacted upon. Oh, like an attack of opportunity? Uh-huh. I mean, that's how it has been since 3.5, I think, so... Yeah. That is definitely worth something something to see. But, um, I don't believe... Oh, wait, no, it is after Tanshi's turn, so he would be able to take reactions now. Yep. Yep. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you can. Okay, so you're gonna cast, uh... Eldritch Blast at it, right? What? You're casting Eldritch Blast? Yep. Okay. Even so going... the first one, I rolled a 10. Okay, that's a miss. And the second one, I rolled a natural 20. Okay. So I'm going to let you hold on to that crit, but let's see if I can reduce you to zero. Because um, it's going to take three reactionary attacks with all three of its tentacles. That's not... Wait, wait, wait. Did it take more than one reaction on a uh, single triggered attack of opportunity? Yes. This. The, that's disgusting. The Displacer Beast that I'm looking at is if you if you if it would take a reactionary attack it may use all of its tentacles to attack oh sorry Vin I think you're going down so that's, that might be the case uh, so I assume a 9 does not hit you though <laughs> but no. the 21 and the 24 do <laughs> yep <laughs> so that's going to be um, 18 damage okay All right, but you get your critical, though. So go ahead and uh, tell me how much damage that is. Uh, hold on. Okay, I've still got a few hit points, and um, my armor of Agathis would do 10 damage. Oh, you had you had armor left? Right. Well, wait, does the armor still exist when it's out of temporary hit points? I assume so. Uh, go ahead and read on, read up on that. I think it might only exist for as long as it has the temporary hit point pool to draw from. That way, it only does as much damage as it has temporary hit points to get. Uh, yeah, if the creature yeah. hits you with a melee attack while you have these hit points, the creature takes five cold damage. Never mind. Yep. Now, if it deals you one point of damage, it takes five damage. It's not like retributive, like mirrored damage. But because you had no temporary hit points left, it's zero. But yeah, no, you you do get to tell me okay. what your critical damage is though. So that would be a thirteen. Okay. Because you just max out your die, yep. right? Yep. Yeah. That is actually going to kill it. Alright! Oh, yeah! Okay. Finally! But as soon as it goes down, uh, 
Ogden immediately puts himself on the other side of the to face off with the ooze. Okay. <laughs> by the way, you killed it by two. Ah. I really that wanted. Was really good. I really wanted another. Not gonna lie. I don't think we'd survive another uh, layer action. Yeah. Yeah, I had six HP left. Uh, I had ten. <laughs> Don't be there. I had thirty-four. I was good. <laughs> what? You guys were not letting me tank. It was like, let's go kill it in its face. <laughs> this is slowly devolving into me fighting a dragon in that position. Just everyone's dead, but Cassandra's. Fucking damn it! <laughs> All right, so. Uh, the moment that the Displacer Beast falls, the the gelatinous cube runs away? <laughs> Dissolves, maybe? By, by, like, absorbing itself into the cave wall away from you. That's gross. Alright. It's a gelatinous cube. Weird. What the fuck were you hey, expecting? Uh, tell me how my uh, scry thing works. Like, is it a uh, standard action to get a history on a uh, cave? Yeah, and you, like, have a vision of the cave and shit. Alright. Well, while we're, uh, kind of dusting ourselves off, I'm gonna go ahead and take that action to see if there's more than one of these things. Sure. In, that resides in this cave. Okay. So, what am I rolling? Uh, stone cutting? All that fun stuff? Yeah, you roll your stone cutting. Nat 20! Okay. Um, so you guys see, uh, Ogden sort of, like... Oh, wait, you all see this? No. Oh, never mind, never you mind. see Ogden. You see Ogden take a Ooh, knee man. and, like, dig his gauntleted fingers into the soft, uh, muddy dirt of the bed of this cave. And his eyes, like, go white and he, like, starts to look up. Ogden, you see a flash of light and you your fl- your sort of body flying through the histories back to this exact place with your hands like still in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a pair of displacer beasts, each with two tendrils and, uh, nuzzling into the, the torso of one of the two displacer beasts is a small displacer beast with three tentacles. And then yeah. the ten, the displacer beast that is not getting nuzzled by the baby roars in your general direction and runs past you into the caves uh, where you hear the same sort of whine that would indicate its death that you just heard for the three tentacle one. Mm-hmm. And then you're brought back to yourself. Well, this thing had two parents. One sounds like it died, but the other one, I have no idea where it is. Heal myself for five points. Yeah, seriously. Let's uh, pass out some healing here. Prayer. Um, prayer of healing takes ten minutes to cast. I think I'm going to go ahead and just heal lots of people as, uh, as I can. Um, God, I've only got three spell slots left. Oh, four spell slots. That's right, i got a new second level spell. Oh, I think I have a... I'm going to roll some D8s, actually. Oh, yeah, that's right. I should probably save my healing and just use the uh, short rest stuff. Short rest is an hour, or is it five minutes? An hour. An hour. All right. Okay, um, I'm going to consume my last healing potion. Okay. Okay. So what's mine? Um, you're not going to be able to heal yourself unless you're standing here for an hour. What, even with a... Yeah, even with that. That's what you were just asking. So, yeah. um, first and foremost, cut that thing's head off. Take it with us. Any idea? 
I hack its head off. <laughs> okay. You are able to do that. Let's return to uh, Miar, show him what we've done, and make sure he's still alive, for one thing. Yeah. Because as soon as that thing screamed out its death throws, it might have alerted the other one. There was one. Okay. So let's get back to Miar post haste. Um, in the meantime, I'm going to spend healing on uh, both uh, Kenshi and Orc. So two second level spells for nice nine plus my wisdom of three, twelve for Tenshi, and seven ten for Bork. Ten. Ten for me? Yeah, ten for me. I've got a first and a second level spell slot in left, so let's try one of those. Yeah, exactly. Alright, back to me our post aids with the displacement piece pen. Alright, so you bring the, the head to Miyar, who is ever vigilant, watching the tree line in all directions as you approach him. He lowers his bow and looks to you all, and then gasps at what you have brought. He looks to you That's and says, is that, the, is that the head of the Black Death? Yeah, one of them. There might still be another in this cave. We're going to go scope it out. But at the very least, one down, one to go. Can she just like holding the pitch? Do we have to do it now? We might be able to rest and uh, go in after it. But if it catches us while we're in the middle of a rest. What do you think, Miar? Is, have, you, uh, have you seen anything that would indicate there's one more of these things running around? No. Okay. Well, maybe we should, uh... At least go back to... The we camp. should probably at least check the other wing of the cave to see what's in there. Okay. Um, if you guys aren't comfortable, I'll spend my last healing on you guys. No. No. No? No. Okay. Save it for the heat at the moment. Yeah. All right. All right, so you all That's go back in. You know what would have been a really good idea is if I had taken a quick return of you before I healed you. Yeah. yeah. We need to keep that in mind from now on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and check the other wing. Um, again, I'll take uh, points. I've still got the most armor and the most HP at this moment. Mm -hmm. uh, he's still bringing up the back. Okay. You guys investigate the other corridor. It is just as short as the first one you went through, except the chamber that it leads to is somewhat smaller and simply has an array of corpses in it of different oh, levels what? of decay. Alright, so this is apparently its feeding ground. Um, not telling my inner robe whatsoever. Any valuables among the corpses? More importantly, uh, what's the diverse makeup of the corpses? Yeah, right. Hard to tell for most of them. Most of them, most of the corpses are animals, uh, primarily boars, but there is a couple of Rakasha bodies and a lizard folk body. All right. Um, is it just the bones and like tattered clothing? No, there's plenty of meat on most of the bodies. Hmm, interesting. So that thing wasn't necessarily killing for food. It was actually kind of killing for sport almost. Um, that doesn't follow the pattern. What do you mean? Like, 
it names it names some in a negative way. We found one body that was completely eaten down to the bone, and one that was dragged off, and one that was left there. If it's taking prizes, why would it leave them behind, and why would it eat one right outside of its nest? Something doesn't feel right. Which it's, is why I'm afraid there's another one. No, I'm afraid that it isn't this. Something else. It feels like there's something else. Not something that we're missing, something else at play. Something that's changing its behavior. Hmm. If it hunts for sport... How about those upcoming wetlands that you heard about? I couldn't hear a word of that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, how, how about those upcoming wet months you heard about? Oh, it was fattening up for uh, for the uh, monsoon season. I didn't hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That well, um, let's go ahead and just do a thorough check of in here to make sure that the other one isn't like hiding. Check the walls. Check the ceiling. Oh, right. you can work on the wall this time. Well, what I'm saying is let's hold up the torch and make sure there are no, like, crooks and crevices that it could uh, hide in. More importantly, does this look like a naturally formed cave? Uh, no. It was probably dug out by the beast. Or it's it's ilk. Okay. All right. So I think okay. doing a thorough search of the cave is a good idea. We don't want to leave one behind, you know. Like exactly. A okay. So a um, what's that going to be? An investigation check? Yeah. Uh, okay. Nope, I got a five. Four, two, one, try. That is an eighteen. Nice. I got uh, seven. Getting a bit crude, Bork discerns that there is only one beast living here because of the consistency of its droppings. Okay. Alright. Okay. Just shooting. Okay. Anyway. So, let's go back to Miar. Tell him it doesn't seem like there's another one. Had a vision of, uh... Oh, I think we just, uh, lost no, it. Uh, something else. Okay. Mm. Inform me, R, that we had a. Uh, I had a vision of this displacer beast when it was uh, a juvenile, and its parents. One of them being running off into the uh, cave, getting murdered, by something, and that's where the vision ended. So I was afraid that there was another one still around. More importantly, what killed it? More importantly, what killed it? Yeah. By the way, do we have any uh, need to bring the body back to the uh, tribe with us? Um, Miar asks to see the, the the creature's head. I fold up the creature's head. He takes for... it from you. Mm-hmm. And with a flick of one of his claws, he slices a, just a tiny bit of meat off of uh, like the, the neck wound area mm-hmm. and tastes it. Yes, we should bring the body back. Meat. Yeah. Edible meat. Alright, I volunteer to help carry. Yeah, work does too. Uh, and then you get what? It's got three handy tentacles for the three strongest people to just pull it by. Yeah. Uh, Miyar looks to you very straightforwardly and asks, do you think you could get back to my village from here? By ourselves? Um, well, Tenchi's uh, pretty busy packing. packing. So. No, that's not happening. <laughs> um, 
probably not. We'd probably end up wandering in the uh, woods. Yeah. Also, what time of day is it getting to be? Is it, it's is it it's, like it's near it's it's near evening. Yeah. It's near evening. All right. Um, and he he tells yeah. you to get the the its body out of the cave, and, but stay here at the mouth of the cave. He will be back soon. Okay. All right, we can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, did he disable his uh, his trap at the mouth of the cave? No. No. All right, so we should not cross that threshold then. No, it's safe to you. Oh, it's safe to us. Okay, great. Oh my God, is that Paris? I'm here. Hey, all right. you missed it all. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, okay? sorry, bud. We're about to end in like five minutes. But they fought a giant displacer beast. Nice. Uh, and had lots of survival and tracking checks that you would have been perfect at. <laughs> Great. Beautiful. What's your favorite enemy type? Um, I think, like... Hold on, let me look. Favorite enemy... Uh... Aberrations. Oh my god. Damn it. That would have been <laughs> fucking perfect. Uh, <laughs> the fight was designed for you. <laughs> oh, that's great. Awesome. Anyway, so basically, long story short, super short version. Uh, you guys went and tracked down a great beast that was hunting the, the, the tiger people of this part of the rainforest. And you are dragging its corpse out of its den right now to be brought back to the, the Tiger People's Village for a great feast. The, and suddenly Hamankarn uh, awakens from his trance. Oh, oh. hi, guys. <laughs> yeah. Now, he was there the whole time, man. Uh, he, mm-hmm. was, he was watching with... Uh, he was keeping guard with uh, the, the Rakasha scout. Mm-hmm. Anyway, nice. not, not long after you all have dragged its corpse out of the den when... Ten lizard folk warriors, the sort of Kahuna guy that you met before, and uh, um, Mirar, 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 yeah, Mirar comes out of the brush and says that the lizard folk will help us from here. And between the fifteen of you, you manage to get the displacer beast spotty back to the Rakasha village, and. There is a huge festival of hallucinogenic soup, great, <laughs> great fire, great stories, dancing, and, and music. And clearly, to your guys' limited understanding of the ways in which this these tribes work with each other, this is a fantastic day for the lizard folk tribe of the Makai, of uh, uh, the Mokai, and the Rakasha people here. And they clearly seem to be bonded as tribes from this event. And, Yay, uh, we helped. And you all are pro- are given what was promised to you, and that's that the uh, Rakashas will uh, will help you find the plume of black smoke. They will help you find Dryad, and the lizard folk uh, promise you that if should you ever find a body of water in this rainforest to rattle this this shaker made of a turtle's body and soon one of their tribe or another tribe of lizard folk will respect the call and come to your aid. Neat. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and write that down my inventory. Turtle's body shaker. Yeah, it's like if imagine if like, you like taxidermied 
a turtle mm-hmm. and like it's like one of those wind drums. Have you ever seen one of those? It's like a little drum yeah, yeah. with little beads that flip back and forth when you mm-hmm. when you like turn it sideways. Yeah. Uh, but the the handle is its neck and head. All right, neat. Morbid, but cool. All right. Yeah. It's primitive stuff, man. It's gonna get a little macabre. <laughs> They're also the same people that sacrifice their children. To appease a mighty like forest demon. Yeah, I wouldn't say that they should fight that. Either. Yeah, man, that probably was slaughtered the entire village. So really, it was. It was the <laughs> the lesser price. Are we going to talk some utilitarianism, folks? Right. <laughs> so uh, we'll continue. I know I know. people need to go to bed because it's 10 and it's a Monday night. Um, so uh, we'll end it here. Sorry, Paris. Uh, but next no, week no we, should, we should try and get back on schedule for Sunday. And next week okay. you guys will hunt down Dryad. Oh, boy. This going to be another Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening with us. I've been your game master, my party of adventurers, and uh, have a good one. Bye. Good night. Later.